Hi, everyone. Welcome back to episode 54 of the Simple One Podcast. I'm your host, Colin, and I'm joined by my co-host, Chris. How are we doing, everybody? We're just a couple of best friends who are passionate about all things pop culture. If you're looking for lukewarm takes on movies, video games, TV shows, or even the occasional comic, then we've got the show for you. That's right. That's right. So That's fucking right. Yeah. No, it is. That's why I said it. Mm-hmm. I don't tell no lies. Mm-mm. All facts, no printer. This week, we're doing another one of our special mini-sodes where the episode isn't shorter, might even be longer, but we cut out the news, the cryptids, uh, and all that fun stuff just to do a deep dive on a series or film, and in today's case, we're going to be giving our thoughts on the first season of HBO's adaptation of The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. So we did an episode about the premiere, mm. so I figure we'll go the lightest mm. on the mm. on the premiere and then kind of spend more time on the, the, the other eight episodes. I'll I'll do what we've done before, where I just kind of pull up the episode list with the synopses to kind of give us a little bit of a a jog, and then we can talk about the ones that really stick out to us, mm-hmm. and then just keep on scooting on through. Oh, so I'm sticking out. Oh, <laughs> oh, I'm. It's gonna get caught on stuff. <laughs> Doorways, barbed wire. <laughs> Barton, where are you going? That it's getting stuck on barbed wire. Yeah, B and E here and there. You know. <laughs> A little bit, a little bit of that. Some people go on a B and B. I go on a B and E. You know, <laughs> breaking <and> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to bed and breakfast. I'm breaking and entering. <laughs> Industrial down felonious. I am down felonious. It all comes back I'm to being down felonious. In, I'm breaking into places I'm not supposed to be. <laughs> That's my vacation. Uh, Your Honor, shut the fuck up. You weren't even there. <laughs> They just, yeah, this is just used as evidence. They pull up the podcast and it's just me. I'm always breaking into places. <laughs> <laughs> Semi-chub intact. I'm like, uh, your honor, we rest our case. <laughs> no, so I figured we'd start with uh, just a brief, I'll read the recap mm. of episode one. Oh, uh, full disclosure, we're just going to do spoilers, spoilers in. for the first season and for the first video game. I figured we'd start with a, just a brief synopsis of the first episode. Mm-hmm. Like I said, full spoilers uh, for the first game and the first season. We might allude to some season two stuff or, you know, season two slash part two stuff vaguely, just hypothesizing or theorizing. But I want to try and keep it as, as clean as possible for people that are only uh, watching the show. That's right. Yeah. So episode one was called When You're Lost in the Darkness. And the, the synopsis that's here on full disclosure, I'm using Wikipedia for the episode synopses. Most reliable resource. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 2003, a mass fungal infection of mutated cordyceps sparks a global pandemic. Joel flees with his daughters, Sarah and brother Tommy, from their Texas home. Sarah is killed by a soldier. Like, this is just a little aside. BT dubs. Sarah gets bye, shot bye. and killed. Uh, 20 years later, Joel lives in a quarantine zone called QZ in Boston, managed by the Federal Disaster Response Agency, or FEDRA, working as a smuggler with his partner Tess. When Tommy fails to contact them from Wyoming, they pay a local dealer, Robert, for a car battery, but he scams them and sells it to the Fireflies, a rebel group opposing Fedra. Attempting to retrieve it, Joel and Tess encounter Marlene, the Fireflies' leader, who begs him to take a teenager named Ellie to the Massachusetts State House in exchange for a working truck. While sneaking out of the QZ, the three run into a soldier on the outside. He tests them for the infection and reveals Ellie is positive. Joel kills the soldier, and Ellie claims to be immune. I will say... In that first episode, the only thing yeah. I'll, I'll say um, is during the interview with the, the, the cold open, mm-hmm. yeah, with the virologist and all that. I do like the uh, the quote I have here when they're talking about like the <clears throat> virus itself and you know what would happen. Yeah, and uh, 
the scientist has billions of puppets. You know, oh, yeah, he's talking about the, yeah. a fungal infection versus a viral and bacterial mm-hmm. infection. This is like billions of puppets with poison minds um, permanently fixed on one unifying goal to spread the infection every human alive by any means necessary. necessary. Yeah, that's a little spoopy. Mm-hmm. That's a little spoopy. Yeah, that 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 cold open I think was just a really Perfect. strong start. Yeah, it was a good start of like putting dread in your chest of like, oh, like in the sense like, of the just, show, but then as well as like outside with like you know global warming's a thing that mm-hmm. happens. So because even the game, I remember them talking a lot about how their real goal was how can we do a air quote zombie mm-hmm. you know outbreak movie Without... or a game. In as close to a realistic thing as we could, right? And so they didn't want to just invent a virus or something like that. They had seen the cordyceps footage of the ants mm-hmm. on uh, planet Earth mm-hmm. and were like, what if that happened to humans? And what if right? they made the, the jump, the bridge? Mm-hmm. And then what would that look like? And yeah, and then obviously they have to gamify it and make different kinds sure. of infected and things like that, mm-hmm. right? But they tried to always make it make sense. Yeah. Um, like and, even with the, the extent of like clickers, mm-hmm. which we'll talk about later yeah. on in, in the. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. In the episode, but like growing the fungus out of the eyes. Out of the face. Or, yeah, know, where like, because the fungus roots itself in the brain, grows out through the head, mm-hmm. and it makes sense that it follows along the optical nerves and yeah. busts out through the eye sockets. Softest part. Yeah. Um, and, and so I think it was a smart choice for the show to go, okay, how can we do the same thing of explain to you directly how this is somewhat more realistic than like reanimating the dead, right? Is that these people are alive. And they're just puppets, mm-hmm. and, and you know, and even pointing to other fungi that already alter the brain chemistry, mm-hmm. you know, and you're like, oh, wait a minute. And when he, I mean, he does, he he nails it on the head when he's talking about that it's not possible in humans right now because of like the the temperature, you know, they don't they don't survive above like 96 degrees or whatever, and the the world isn't that hot, right? Mm-hmm. But, but if the world was to increase by just a few degrees, well, then you know, and you're like. <laughs> that's happening <laughs> you know you're like shit and so then it suddenly becomes a a real possibility i wouldn't make it no uh-uh. mm-hmm. i always love those memes of like you know people talking about what i would do in the apocalypse or whatever and it's like i'm dead the first day mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i'm i'm not gonna make it i'd do a bunch of coke whoa and then just i'd break into a lot of industrial complexes whole, whole, <laughs> so many b&e's whole lot of b&e's yeah. my dick's gonna be shredded shredded it's wire. paper mache <laughs> it looks, looks like, like a, grated mozzarella it's you know? like a party favor you know one of those <laughs> with the frillies on the end uh so episode two uh, is titled infected mm-hmm. and uh, so it, it does its job of just introducing the the infection so the, the synopsis here is just two days before the worldwide outbreak in Jakarta, Indonesia, the government shows an infected corpse to a mycologist who tells them there's no cure of vaccine and advises bombing the city. So that was a really good that was something that they didn't do consistently throughout the show uh, of the cold opens. Mm-hmm. But I kind of wish that they'd had I done like a bit cold more opens. cold opens uh, with like flashbacks to mm-hmm. before the outbreak or early in the outbreak. That would have been kind of neat. But yeah, that Jakarta one, I just remember distinctly us watching and it says, like, you know, read a TVMA for violence, language, and brief nudity, mm-hmm. and or graphic nudity. And mm-hmm. we were like, yo, what? We're going to see some playing. sexiness? What? Stop and then it's a Indonesian corpse on in a morgue. And we were like, oh. So, no, that, that cold open was really good with the that Indonesian uh, mycologist, as they mm-hmm. said, where, you know, she's just chilling in, like, a cafe. And the popo show up and are like, yeah. Are you Dr. So-and-so? And she's like, uh, yeah. And they're like, you got to come with us. 
<laughs> and so she just gets in the car and shows up, and they're basically like, we need you to identify something for us or you know, take a look at this, right? And uh, Hold it open. Yeah, there, there's a... They they scrub her in basically like she goes through. She got she's wearing a full suit. hazmat suit and goes through the you know decontamination airlock. Comes into a, a room a morgue basically with a a dead woman on the table and a bite on her leg. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of looking at her and she makes a doesn't she make an incision on the leg and sees that there's like yeah fungus she does under it, the skin yeah she does it from the bite and kind of just does it a little bit and yeah then from there you're able to see all the fungus and then she goes and looks in her mouth. And pulls out, starts to pull out, but then the tendrils follow. Mm -hmm. The fungus starts to come out of the mouth of this woman and is reaching out towards the doctor. And she kind of (laughs) like packs it up fast. She's like, yeah, I got to get the fuck out of here. I'm out of here. She scrubs back out and gets out of there and, you know, cuts to her sitting in the office there with the political or the military officials. And comes in and brings her a glass of tea, trying to calm her down. And she's basically like, so, you know, basically who, who bit her, right? And they don't know. But that she turned in the bathroom at work, mm-hmm. a flower in a sugar factory. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, oh, uh, yeah, she turned. She attacked a couple of her coworkers. What like, uh, they say that she bit three and they've captured two. Two, something like that. And the one's just. One's MIA, right? And they're like, okay, so she asks, you know, who bit her? And they're like, we don't know. Right. And so it's already, <laughs> you know, so it's already out of hand because there's somebody infected going around infecting other people mm-hmm. that we don't know who they are Mm-mm. and uh yeah we don't know what their next move is because right and monsters. so they're basically like all right well what do we do you know and she's like well we don't there's no cure for a fungus right we, you know, we don't vaccinate mm-hmm. against a fungus and they're like uh so and she's like bomb you know and they're like what what are we bombing and she's like bomb the city yeah. like Destroy the city and everyone in it. And she's like, and take and me home like, to my yeah, family. Yeah, and then she's like, I would like to go home now. I want to be with my family. And you're just like, that's not good. Because mm-hmm. like, I was kind of expecting her to say pray. Yeah, no. No. There's, she was like, no. bomb. You know, I guess we just pray, right? Mm-hmm. No. She was like, no, you bomb this bitch. Yeah. Try and kill everybody in the city and hopefully it doesn't get out. Yeah. Save everybody else. Mm-hmm. But then it confirmed a, a, a theory that a lot of people had had after the first episode, which was that it was spread through the flower. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, Joel doesn't get his pancakes because they write a pancake mix. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, uh, Sarah doesn't eat the cookies from next door. Mm-mm. And Joel doesn't eat the biscuits from next door because he's on the, the Atkins diet, which is basically so like claims. keto. You know, it's low carb. I don't think he actually was. I think I, he was. I, I, I bet he was. I think he that was. Would, that would pan out because he was on a low carb diet. So he's avoiding carbohydrates. I was. I thought he was just saying it. <laughs> to, just because I mean. I don't want to eat your fucking biscuits. <laughs> well, I mean, if you look over, they're like, <laughs> yeah, you know, fingering her mouth. Grandma's mouth. <laughs> you know. Just. Yeah, slipping I'm, biscuits into the, the <laughs> grandma's mouth. Slipping biscuits, slipping huh? biscuits. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's what the kids are calling it nowadays. Damn. And 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 then he doesn't get his cake. He forgot to pick up a birthday cake. Mm-hmm. You know, and the cookies. Uh, Sarah doesn't take any home. Mm-mm. She doesn't need any. And so there's so many steps along the way where they missed the the boat. I guess on getting. Well, now infected would they still be one. in the cookie since they're being cooked out? I don't know. But either way, right? Would have been a pancake mix too, yeah. right? Yeah. I guess it's true. But so it's the idea of like, yeah, that's how you get a mass outbreak is. And and Joel kind of confirms it in episode three, talking to Sarah or to Ellie mm-hmm. that, you know, the it was in the flour. So things like bread, cereal, pancake mix. They all right? got it. it. You know, they all get mass produced. They're tainted. They go out to the shelves. People buy them on like Thursday, eat breakfast Friday, lunch, dinner by, you know, midnight, early morning on 
Saturday, Saturday you're infected. Yeah, everybody's people are turning and it's getting bad, you know. And so you've got a widespread kind of timed release of infection, mm-hmm. and then it's just at that point it's too late, and it's like oh, that's that's scary, and that's also like thought out of how it Oof. how it could happen. Yeah. Um, but so we get that cold open. Um, it snaps to the present where Ellie's trying to explain to Joel and Tess like her. Um, that you know, that she's being transported west in hopes of being used to find a cure mm-hmm. because of her her immunity ability. Um, they're still not super convinced uh, of her immunity. Mm-hmm. Te- or Joel is less so than uh, than Tess. You know, yeah. Tess seems to be buying into it. Joel is stone cold. Yeah, Joel's like, I say, we just fucking put Kill her down. Her. Yeah. You know, yeah. Tess is like, well, it's not our problem. Let's just go to the state house, mm-hmm. get her truck, and get out of there, right? Uh, and they find out the state house is swarmed with infected, so they cut through the history museum, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and we get a scene similar to uh, the game, just in uh, you know kind of combined. Mm-hmm. Where in the game, it's kind of spread out where they first meet the infected inside like an office building that's mm-hmm. fallen over, and in this case, they go around the office building, yeah, uh, and go through the state house or the, the the museum, and you find clickers. And so there's, first of all, they introduced the concept of like the hive mind in this. Yeah. Which I'm like, I kind of like, kind of liked it. It made sense. I think that would have been scarier in the, like, oh shit. It made the games more intense Mm -hmm. of like, like once you, you know, you just step on a trap or, yeah. yeah. And and so you see them all kind of like acting as a unit where they're all laying on the ground, rolling into the sun and things like that. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, you're like, oh shit, there's a lot of infected out here. And, and they go through the state house and they discover a, a fresh body that's been ravaged. I mean, just ripped apart. Yeah. And Joel kind of looks at <laughs> the body. Yo, uh, that's not good. Looks at Tess and you know, Ellie's like, my God, what does that to, you know? And she's kind of like, well, you know, I'm already infected, so I'm not that scared. You know, and he's like, you're not immune to being ripped apart. <laughs> you know, and she's kind of like, oh. I do like that scene where, you know, yeah, uh, Ellie's kind of joking around about it. Yeah. And Joel's like, from this point forward, we, we are silent. silent. Not, not quiet. Silent. silent. You know, like, oh, shit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> He's not And if you played the game, you know why. You, you know, the clickers. And so they go creeping up the stairs. And, and they get into a, a room with a bunch of the glass cases for the museum. And you hear the... Uh, uh, and Joel and Tess are like... <laughs> you know, they get, get laying down. And Ellie's like, what the fuck? And, you know, and you see your first clicker, you know, coming around. And, uh, you know, they end up... Basically, these clickers are... Are blind mm-hmm. uh, because the fungus has grown out through their eyes, so they echolocate, and so they got pretty keen hearing, and they are vicious. If they hear you, they're on you like yeah. stink on shit, mm-hmm. and so you know. I think one of them like accidentally kicks a gas can or something like that, or bumps into something. And uh, I thought they jumped over that table or crashed into it because I remember it was like from the first episode where we see the grandma jump over the counter. Real quick. Oh no, no, no! But I'm saying, what triggers the the because they're they're being quiet. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh. I don't remember what sets it off, but like they kick a bottle or something like that. They bump something, and and the clicker starts. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh shit! There's somebody there, <laughs> and it's ravaging. Snack time. It's just trying to get at him, and uh, multiple clickers come out of the 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 wings, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, they're they're running around trying to stay quiet, right? Getting you know, break line of sight and then get quiet, right? And Ellie's running. Uh, Tess is running around. They all kind of get separated. Mm-hmm. And uh, Joel has a pretty creepy moment where he's hiding around the, the case. And he, like, leans over to grab something and sits back up and looks around. And it's like, 
very close to him. Yeah. You know, he turns getting, back that corner to look to yeah. see where it's at, and it's and right it's like there. There. <laughs> Frozen in place. So he uh, he thro- he squats down and kind of like snakes around uh, and gets a hold of Ellie and is trying to keep her down. And they basically they end up killing these these clickers through some you know, action, right? Mm-hmm. Shooty mm-hmm. shooty gun gun, and uh, it it comes to light that to the audience that uh, in in all that fighting, Tess old has been Tessie T has been bit bit. Uh, she rolls her ankle too, and so you know Joel's kind of helping her wrap her ankle up, and she just seems kind of distant you know yeah, she's upset. like i got it yeah i'm fucking good all right guy you know and uh yeah he, she kind of she's got the bite on her arm mm-hmm. or on her chest there ellie gets bit again i like that yeah you know which is different from the game mm-hmm. where she gets bit again on the same spot and mm-hmm. yeah, she's like are you fucking kidding me yeah, well, at least it was me yeah it had to happen to somebody you know uh, and you know so she she's that's another way of them kind of proving i guess in the show like she is legitimately it wasn't a flu immune right <laughs> They, uh, yeah, they get to trucking along, and Tess is kind of like, yeah, we got to fucking put a little pep in our step. And she's scooting, and uh, they get to the state house, and all of the uh, fireflies are dead. Gone. Kaput. And there's some dead infected around them, and it seems to be that, oh, well, so somebody got bit and turned Mm -hmm. and started attacking each other, and they all just started killing each other. They couldn't prove who was and wasn't infected at the time. panicked and and killed each other. And so there's just an armory there, basically, and they're kind of like, all right, well. Trying to figure out their next move. One of them comes back. One of them back. comes back. They put it down. And then the tendrils fungus. come out of its fingers mm-hmm. and into the ground. And you hear them the all start mind. to, you know, in the distance. And they're like, ooh, fuck. Bass. <laughs> yeah, not great. Uh, and so Tess kind of reveals that she's been bit. So let me throw you one here. Yeah, throw it at me. Hypothetically speaking, mm-hmm. if we were to kill an infected yeah. and then just hang them up so they can't get to the floor, uh-huh. like they're not on the floor. Uh-huh. Statistically speaking, <laughs> there would be no connection to the hive mind because they wouldn't be able to connect in to the theory. fungus. Yeah, yeah, I mean, in theory. Yeah. I got this shit GG easy. You just got to set up a See noose that? every See my time pinky? you yeah. got the shit wrapped around it. <laughs> you just got to set up a noose every time you want to put down an infected. <laughs> String them up real quick. You know, you know how I be. I put the hog and hog tie. <laughs> Big old hog on yeah, it. You know what I'm saying? Big sweaty hog. So they, uh, yeah, Tess is like, yeah, I've been bit, Joel. Quit being a fuck. Like, take this girl to Tommy. Get her to Tommy. Or no, she originally says uh, Bill and Frank, doesn't she? Mm-hmm. Get him to Bill and Frank. Get her to Bill and Frank. They'll know who what to, to do, you know, where to you know, go, where to, where to send her, whatever. They got the connections. Yeah. And so he's like, I don't, I don't, you know, and she's like, fucking just go, you know, yeah, just do don't. this for me. Like, mm-hmm. promise, you know, save who you can save is the phrase she uses. And uh, he's like, all right, fine. So he basically picks Ellie up and drags her out of there because she wants to stay. I do like this that that scene in particular where, as soon as uh, you do see that Tessa's bit, mm-hmm. Joel's like stone cold at her. Yeah, like he basically looks at her like you're not you anymore. Yeah, like get away from yeah. me. You're yeah. a freak. You freak. <laughs> and so, so he gets Ellie the hell out of there. And Tess like <laughs> has a cool makeout scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Starts knocking over a barrels of oil mm-hmm. and gasoline, mm-hmm. and is basically like. <laughs> Let's light this candle, huh? you know. <laughs> Blow this popsicle stand. And she gets out a lighter, which apparently is the same lighter that Sam Drake has in Uncharted Four. Oh. So it's a little little nod to to Uncharted. I know. Yeah, and so she's struggling to get this thing lit, mm-hmm. and 
as she's struggling, a bunch of infected just come pouring into the state house. And but they don't really recognize they don't, her because yeah, They bit. don't pay attention to her because mm-hmm. she's been bit already. She's already infected, and they're swarming into the building trying to find somebody to infect. You mm-hmm. know, who, you know, She gets her back up against a pillar, and one of these infected just kind of stumbles up to her and is like... Starts yeah. hitting the riz. Yeah. She's like, hey, little mommy, you know? Hey, how you doing, hot mama? Let me whisper in your ear. <laughs> and uh, just gives her a passionate little uh, tendril kiss, which uh-huh. was pretty yucko. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> You'll suit yourself. You know? <laughs> Could it be me? Yeah, each their own. Uh, different strokes for different folks. Like you know a hand saying? cannon. You know? <laughs> fucking so, rock hard. So she uh, she's standing there panicking with like, uh, are you fucking around with me right now? Look in her eye. And finally gets that lighter to go, drops it, and boom, you know, blows up the state house with all the infected, including her newfound lover. Uh, and then Joel just kind of, Ellie's standing there looking at the state house like, Oh my, oh my god. god. This is my second day out. Yeah. Not even first. Yeah. yeah. And Joel kind of just walks off. He's like, all right, let's roll. Walks off frame. Well, doesn't even really say, all right, let's mm-hmm. roll. He just keeps moving and is like, whatever. Like, this sucks. Right. Yeah. And he lost his only partner. Whoop. And uh, yeah, not great. So, episode I'm three, not ready to talk about that. Episode three is uh, a, probably the largest departure from the game. Yeah. Uh, but also probably the, what, the I, it's probably. probably the best episode of the series. I think so. Um, if it's not, it's like second, maybe. But I don't know what would go above it. Oh, maybe five. Is that the with um the in in it's the second episode in Kansas City? Yes, that you was know, the one I was thinking. You know, maybe that one. So I feel like those are probably the best two episodes mm-hmm. of the show. Um, I don't think there's like a, a super weak episode in the show, no. but if there was, I think probably infected might be the weakest episode. Um, but, but so long, long time is the name of this episode three. Mm-hmm. And that's where we get to meet, uh, Bill and Frank. And so it kind of starts off with Joel and Ellie hiking. All right, we got to get to, uh, where we're going. Does a nice hard flashback to, uh, 2003 when the outbreak first started <laughs> and this little town in Massachusetts is getting rounded up on trucks and sent out uh, you know, to QZs and uh, you see people like searching through a house and it doesn't cut to some shadowy figure in the basement <laughs> looking at CCTV cameras. Yeah, he's you got know? the hookup in yeah, the basement. Watching people around and they you know, are all clear, you know, and they, they leave and he, he looks up and it's Neil, Nick Offerman with a big beard and long hair and he goes, not, not today, today, you jackboot. Not today, you new world order jackboot fucks. fucks. You know? and my God. My God. And apparently, like I was telling you, I listened to the, the podcast mm-hmm. uh, that, that HBO did after each episode. And Craig Mazin said that he writes a lot of thoughts mm-hmm. that his characters might be having that aren't spoken dialogue. But it helps. You know, get for the him mindset. and then also for the actor. Here's what I think that person's thinking, mm-hmm. right? And so, you know, he puts it in, like, bold italics, you know, whatever the person's thinking. And the line from Bill that he was thinking was, not today, you near world order jackboot fucks. Mm-hmm. And apparently Nick Offerman came over to him and was like, yeah, this line here about the new world order jackboot fucks. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say that out loud because a line like that deserves to be said out loud. <laughs> and Craig Mason was just kind of like, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And, and so it works so and well. Does, yeah, and it's, it kind of sets the tone of, like, who this person is, right? And he's basically, he's a prepper. Mm-hmm. And he's got... 
a plan already in place. Yeah. He's been planning for this long before this was happening. Mm-hmm. And so he gets a truck and gets a boat and goes driving around. He's using the boat basically as yeah, a trailer. Storage. You know, and just goes directly to Lowe's or Home Depot, Home Depot and starts loading up. And uh, power you know, goes out. Power goes out. And he goes, huh, that's oh, faster so than I thought. thought. You know, so then he drives to the power plant. Opens back up the the, valve. the valves and steals a giant generator mm-hmm. uh, and opens up the natural gas line and start, starts setting up fencing and all that and blocking sections of the town off. How long do you think that would last? What do you mean? Like the natural gas line? Mm-hmm. I guess if he's the only one drawing on it and he's not drawing on it constantly, constantly, I mean, in theory, a long ass time, at least 20 years, mm-hmm. right? No. Because that's the other thing is he, like I said, he's the only one drawing on it, and it seems like it's primarily there for the the traps mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. on the fence. Yeah, because he creates flamethrowers on the fence. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's setting up like deadfall pitfall traps and and trip wires. Set and up a fence. He sets up a, uh, a big around fence. the neighborhood. Yeah, around a small. You know, it seems like he probably cut off a few. You know, yeah, down some streets and stuff, right? And so he's got a few. Stores and shops and stuff. Mm. Raids the winery, right? You know, <laughs> the liquor store and all that. He's got a good setup. Mm-hmm. And then does a, a four years later cut, right? And he's sitting there having a nice meal. fancy meal that he's prepared and turns on the TV to the CCTV because an alarm's going off and an infected comes stumbling around. And he's going, come on a little further. Come on. Come, come on. on. And it steps through the tripwire and a shotgun goes off at head level and mm. poof. Blows away. He, like, <laughs> he just goes. <laughs> yeah. uh, just goes d- back to eating. Doesn't get old. You know, just goes back to eating. You know, he's like, that's his dinner in a chill, you know. <laughs> and uh, then another alarm goes off. He's like, what the fuck? You know, and he looks and one of his pitfall traps has been set. You know, mm-hmm. he's been falling into. So he's like, all right. So he puts his gas mask on and grabs a shot. Or, you know, puts a mask on, goes, grabs a shotgun and walks goes out there walking go out there to go put somebody it. down. And uh, you hear a voice, I'm not infected. Yeah. You know? And he's like, you know, who the fuck kind of peeks over and there's a guy there and he's like, are you armed? And kind of pauses for a while and he goes, no. Well, and he goes, you know, why, why'd you, why'd you take so long to answer? And he's like, cause I thought about lying, but then I couldn't come up with a good reason to lie. Mm. So I, I told you the truth, you know? So he lays down a ladder for him. The guy comes crawling out. He stops him and tests him. He's not infected. Clean. He's like, all right, you know, basically it's like, all right, well, you're free to go. Like, you know, Bounce. Boston QZ is that way. You goes, should be able to make it by by you know nightfall. And Frank's basically like, I'm I'm real hungry. Like yeah, it's been I'm like two days since I ate last. And he's like, doesn't sound that long when you say it out loud. But you know, Frank or Bill's like, I'm not like I'm not giving you free meals. Like I'm yeah, letting you then, go. Yeah, because then everybody you, else that you tell is going to come here bums. looking for a handout. You know, and he's like, this <laughs> this isn't a. <laughs> You know, the, you know, something about, you know, I don't give out like free meals. This isn't yeah. an Arby's. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Frank goes, Arby's didn't give free. out free food, free food either. It was a restaurant. Look like, don't fucking test me. Yeah, like, how about you just shut it up, smartass, you know. And he basically wears him down and, mm-hmm. you know, hard cut to him sitting there <laughs> waiting on a meal to be prepared for him. Right? And he's checking out the house and uh, the dusty ass mm-hmm. fireplace mantle mm-hmm. and Bill comes out with a nice looking meal. Land, it looked like uh, uh, it was rabbit. A rabbit. Yeah, he makes a nice rabbit uh, meal there and sets it down on spins the, the on plate, the so plate tray and spins it around for him. So and, it's presented properly. Yeah, and sets down on pours him a glass of wine and <laughs> and, and Frank's like it takes a bite and is like, oh my god, he's like, holy. Yeah, I think this he says, is, what the fuck, yeah. you know? And he goes, no, like what the fuck? Because yeah, anybody in like, your position would have said that. You yeah, know, eating, not yeah, eating eating two days. He's like, no, 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 no. This is something this special. Is, yeah. Like you know. 
and uh, yeah, they kind of get to talking and have a little bit of conversation, and then basically, uh, I think Bill even offers him seconds. Yeah, you know, and he's yeah. kind of like, no, no, I, I no, couldn't, I, you know, I, I would love to, but I'm, I could not, you know, and uh, even lets him take a shower. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, get some so. uh, spare change of clothes and yeah. everything like that. Yeah. Frank gets gets a shower, cleans up, you know, and all that before dinner or lunch. And then Frank's like, "All right, I'll, I'll get out of your hair, but first, I I, I saw this. I've been eyeing it down. Yeah, I see this piano. And he comes over. Is that antique? You know, whatever. Bill's talking to him. He's like, yeah, you know, I don't, yeah, you know, I guess whatever. You know. I really don't want you. It was my mother's. Like, don't you know? Yeah. And Frank's not listening. He's flipping through. Finds a uh, uh, you know a couple of music books and oh this one this you know, one right this here one. he goes this is you you know and he sets it down on the on the the, the music stand there and starts playing it. it's a Linda Ronstadt song called Long Long Time like the name of the and uh, apparently the actor that plays Frank is a very gifted singer and pianist huh. and so he had to act like he wasn't <laughs> now he did a good know? job at he it. did a good job you know because he's off key off key he's missing notes. He's missing notes and you know I will. Gung provide, you know, looking for the note, you know, and Bill's sitting over like grimacing, mm-hmm. and he finally is like, All right, enough, enough, enough. Yeah, you're done, you're done. And Frank's like, Well, I'm not a professional, you know, and, and, and <laughs> Bill's Bill goes, like, Neither I am I. Yeah. yeah, Bill goes, Neither am I, but you know, and, and then Frank's like, like, Well, then by yeah, all means, not, you know, yeah. show me, you know. And Bill's like, I, don't, I don't know, man, you know, and Frank's like, I'll be gone, I'll, yeah, do this, and then I'll be out. And he's like, All right, so he sits down. And Nick and Offerman gives just a nice emotionally beautiful yeah. song. Because I think Nick Offerman has that gift of like, he's not like a crony. I mean, he's not like really bellowing out something mm-hmm. beautiful. It sounds it's like soft. a normal person that can sing decent, mm-hmm. but he puts more emotion behind the words, you know. And apparently that was something that Craig Mason and he really talked about was like really looking at the lyrics and what do these mean to this person, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's about an unrequited love that you will never satisfy, Mm-mm. right? And so it's like, okay, that, yeah, that makes sense. And apparently Craig Mazin is friends with somebody who's written um, multiple musicals and mm-hmm. has like an encyclopedic knowledge of music. Oh. And so Craig Mazin texted him and was like, I need a song that encapsulates these, 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 and these. I don't want it to be like, it has to be before 2003, and it also has to be like, non-mainstream you know what I mean I don't yeah. want it to be like uh, uh, oh of course he chose that you know right. and he said like in like five seconds you got the three little dots in the bubble you know <laughs> somebody typing and he sent back long long time Linda Ronstadt and he said he put it on and listened to it and was like yeah that's perfect thank this you <laughs> you know uh, that's excellent appreciate you <laughs> and uh, Frank goes so you know Who's the girl that you were singing about? And he goes, no, there's, there's, no, there's, no, there's, no, there's no girl. And Frank like, puts, his, <laughs> puts a hand on his shoulder and goes, I know. Yeah. And leans in and gives him a nice little kiss. and Tells him to go take a shower. Yeah, well, and Bill kind of is like drawn aback. And then they have a little bit more of a, okay, we're going to kiss. And then they, you know, a little bit more passionate kiss. And Frank's like, why don't you, um, why don't go, you take, go a, take shower? a shower? And Bill kind of just nods. Yeah, you know, fucking... Very nervous <laughs> nod. You know, <laughs> runs up the stairs, right, and gets a shower and... When uh, Frank comes, or when when Bill comes out of the shower, he's got the towel around his waist, and Frank's already laying in bed nude and mm-hmm. ready, waiting on him. You know, rock hard <laughs> through the confidence. We do not see any any penises. Oh, you do. Flash. Don't no, we do not. you fucking no, lie. No penises were seen in the forty-eight video seconds film. of just penetration on screen is what we saw. <laughs> was, I ate. I no music. Nothing. Skinamax wanted to show this. You know. <laughs> This is the kind of stuff you got to look up online. Pornhub said, nah. nah. <laughs> it was too beautiful for Pornhub, too graphic for anybody else. You know? <laughs> too graphic for Spank Bank. <laughs> so we went right in the, we were right in the fucking pocket, found it's HBO. HBO. 
right in the slot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, no. And all, all jokes aside. So, they, they have sex. Um, and then it's like... <laughs> Which is a very vulnerable scene with Bill. Yeah, because Bill kind of makes it... You know, Frank asks him, like, have you ever done this before? And he, and says, he goes, once with a girl a long, long time, time ago. ago. You know, and Frank's and like, like okay. so no. And Frank's like, all right, so then we'll just start with, with the simple the easy stuff, you know. And Bill's kind of like, okay. And Frank you know, says something to him to the effect of, like, I'm not a whore. Yeah. So if I do this, I'm going to stay a few days. You know, I, I, basically, I don't fuck for food, Mm-mm. right? You know, so I'm going to stay a few more days. And is that okay? You know, Bill just, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then, you know. It's a, it's a, you know insinuated that yeah. Frank performs oral sex right and then it just moves on right to hard cut four years later after that they're right having an argument and they're having like a, a fight you know mm-hmm. and that's a, a, a the kind of fight that's honest and yeah that's that's a fight yeah. you know, that you would have with a, a serious relationship mm-hmm. of like <laughs> you what <laughs> you know and he's like basically Frank wants to. Pretty up the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Right? He wants you to know, mow the yard. Want to mow the grass in the street, paint some of the houses, and and all that. And fix up some. Yeah. Fix up some stuff. And and Bill's like, you know, he's like, I just want some some gas for a lawnmower and some paint. And I'll do the rest. And I'll do all the work, you know. And Bill starts to say, me, he's like, I swear to God, if you say something about uh, about resource management, yeah. I will walk into one of your traps. <laughs> you know. And, and you can see and Bill kind of like Bill's taking like, a step back and just. Like, <sighs> okay. And, and, okay. Uh, I forget what Bill says, and Frank says something about you know, you know, not you who's always paranoid and thinks that all the government are Nazis or whatever. You the know, government they are all Nazis. Nazis, and Frank's like, well, now yes, <laughs> but not then, you know. And, and basically, you know, I, and we're gonna have friends. I want to invite people over. This is our neighbor, like this is our town, mm-hmm. right? And I want it to, you know, what is it, what's the phrase? Let me love it how I want to. Yeah, right. So he's like, you know, we're going to have dinner parties in the yard with friends, you know, and Bill's like, we don't have any friends, you know, we don't have friends. And he's like, I've been talking to a nice girl on the radio. And <laughs> what? You what? You know, and it's a nice shows up. It's Joel and Tess mm-hmm. over having a dinner party in the yard. And the house looks very nice. And the mm-hmm. grass is nice and trimmed. And the mm-hmm. fence has been painted. And, and, and Bill's got Bill's his got a, Bill's got a pointed grimace at, and a, an M1911 on the table. Joel. Yeah. And uh, they did a good job of youngifying Joel and Tess uh, as far as compared to how they looked when we saw them. Well, I don't think... Because it's about 10 years late, earlier than when we were seeing them. I don't think Pedro Pascal has that many gray hairs. I think no, no, they, no, they they ordered him up to play yeah, Joel, yeah. and then dialed it back to play. But I think they did a good job of finding the ten years older than the premiere, ten years younger, younger. than the present day. Mm-hmm. So he looks a little older than how yeah. he did in the, the first episode, yeah, but he's not as old as mostly dark hair still. Because mm-hmm. he would just couple, be in a couple scraggles. He would just be in his forties. Mm. And so uh, they're having a nice dinner party, and <laughs> and uh, you know basically Frank and Tess are talking and. Oh, let's go inside, you know. And Bill's like, no. Bill's like, no, Frank, we're not going to do that. Frank, Frank, don't take it. And just Frank ignores her, mm. or ignores him, and takes her inside. And it's just Joel and, <laughs> and Bill. And Frank had made Bill put his gun down. And as soon as Frank walks away, Joel, or he picks Puts his gun back, back up. up and is pointing at Joel. And Joel basically is like, you know, I get no, it. I, I get it. Yeah, you know. You're good. Yeah, you got to protect yours, and I got to protect mine, you know. And he's like, but he does say, he's like, I do think we can, we can you know, help each other. We can help each other. And in the grand scheme of things, he's like, for what it's worth, you know. Of all the people you could have gotten in touch with, we're we're good people. Yeah, pretty decent people. You know. And Bill's basically like, I don't need anything from you. Like, I've got everything under control. And Joel's like, Joel's well, like, well, that that barbed wire, yeah, that galvanized fence uh, is already 
is already starting to rust, mm-hmm. you know, and I can get you a, corroding. Uh, and he's like, I can get you like a high tensile aluminum and ten you know, that'll yeah, last, ten you. Spools last your lifetime. Yeah. Your lifetimes. Yeah. Lifetimes. Times. You know, and he goes, we can help each other. Like getting that gun out of my face. Yeah. And he, shit. You're on to something. And so that's like when you realize, okay, yeah, they do. First of all, Bill doesn't have it on lock, Mm-mm. right? And Joel saw something in him of like, I see you as somebody who wants to protect mm-hmm. your loved one, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you Here's how I can help you do that, yeah. right? And so then it's like, oh, okay. It'd be a benefit to having me around. And so it gets that idea of in your head already of like, Joel and Bill don't necessarily like each other, but they, but understand, they understand each, each other, other really well because uh, they're kind of the same person the same. Yeah. uh you know more so than two peas in a pod yeah, more so than bill and frank mm-hmm. you know and so then it's another cut uh basically like three more years something like that something like that uh and there's a bigger fence the cars are up uh you know he's he's stacked cars on top of each mm-hmm. other along the fence to make it more secure and uh <laughs> they're exercising they're jogging right and uh bill and frank uh, what about the when Bill gets attacked? Yeah, I that's thought that was, after this. Okay, I thought that was before. No, because uh-uh. it cuts from that to you thinking that Bill's died to then ten years later. And yeah, they're both old. Mm. And you're like, oh, <laughs> but so yeah, they're exercising, and Frank goes, "I want to show you something." You know, let's get around here, and he's growing strawberries for him. You know, and he's like, "Oh my god!" You know, Nick Offerman does like his little cry giggle. You know, when he <laughs> when he tastes it, and basically. <laughs> Frank's like, I traded one of your guns for the seeds for with Joel and Tess. And he looks at him. He looks at him. He's just like, just the little small one. ones, you yeah, know, nothing big. And uh, Nick or Nick Bill kind of expresses that idea of like the hard part of love, of like he goes, I wasn't afraid oh, in, until you showed up, dude. Right? The waterworks were coming yeah. right there. Yeah, I wasn't afraid until you showed up because it's that idea of like I didn't have anything to lose, and, and now I do. Now I do. Right, you know. Because Bill's kind of slowing down. He's talking about, you know, he's, he's apologizing. He's apologizing for getting older faster. And, you know, Frank's saying, it's okay. I like you old, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever, you know. Reminds and, us that we're still here. Right, yeah. And you're like, yeah, 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 you know. And then, you know, as if on, as if on cue that evening, mm-hmm. the the Raiders come, like Joel told them they would. And uh, <laughs> fucking Frank is, wakes up in the in the night with the gunshots and stuff mm-hmm. and is like, you know, looking for Bill, and yeah, Bill's not there. Freaking and out. There's explosions happening outside. And then you just see the, like, you see the like flamethrowers yeah. getting kicked on. You don't see the, the throwers themselves at first, but you see the, the flame the light come yeah. through the, the windows. Yeah, and basically he's all along the fence. He's mm-hmm. got pipes ran with that natural gas and a little, like, spark mm-hmm. creator so that the gas comes out and then lights it and <laughs> fucking burns just starts torching anybody along that fence line and it's an electrified fence mm-hmm. so and if you get past golly. the flamethrowers you're getting electrocuted to death on the fence mm-hmm. uh, and so they're just firing through the fence at Joel or at uh, Bill Frank comes out nope <laughs> not tossing stones here Frank kind of gets Bill shot <laughs> yeah because he's hollering at Bill Bill turns to tell him like no 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 get inside and he catches a bullet in the side you know <laughs> and so Frank runs out there and gets him pulled inside and lays him down on the table and immediately Bill accepts that I'm probably dying and goes into protection mode of Frank if and is telling him like Joel. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he tells him like, there's a few things I need to tell you. I've got a list. I've made a list and Frank's taking care of him. Yeah, tell me him about this like, list. Okay, tell me about the list, you know, and his doctor him up and he's like, I've made copies of all the keys. And he's like, good, 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 good. And he's telling him, yeah, I've got this and this and he goes, you've got to call Joel. Like, you can't be here by yourself is what mm-hmm. he keeps telling him. Like, you, you need, need to call, to call Joel. Joel. And so I really like that, too, of like, 
again, the relationship between Bill and Joel. He doesn't like, doesn't like, like him, him, but you, he respects you, him. Yeah, and you he need Joel. You know, Joel will keep you safe, mm-hmm. right? And then it does. It makes you think that maybe they've killed Bill. Bill in, in, the, in the show movie. versus the game. And uh, no, hard cut to basically the, like the 10 present years, day. Ten years later. Yeah, basically the present day. Mm-hmm. It's twenty years after the infection, and uh, they're both old men. And Frank's in a wheelchair and looking kind of. I don't want to say decrepit, but thin. you know, thin and a little bit weak and pale. And you're like, oh, you know, and, and Bill's got like a, it looks like he's got a knee brace on, <laughs> yeah. and uh, you know, it's kind of oh, boy, you know, wheeling him into the house because Frank hollers and Bill, Bill, you know, Bill comes in. He's like, I'm, I'm getting cold out here, you know. Mm-hmm. So he's like, all right, let's get you inside, you know. Brings him inside, and it does that. It does a really nice job of like, this is a couple that's been together for 15 years. You know, mm-hmm. it's that idea of getting old together. It was the the scene where Frank is painting out mm-hmm. in the yard. Yeah, he's got a little and paint Bill's shop. walking by with the, the watering uh, can. Watering can, and he was watering, watering the, flowers. the flowers. And he kind of winks at Frank through mm-hmm. the window. Mm-hmm. And Frank's actively trying to paint Bill, mm-hmm. you know, and is struggling to control yeah. his arm. And they never come out and say what he's sick with. They probably don't know for certain because mm-hmm. there's no doctors to diagnose yeah. it. But it seems like it might be some sort of degenerative disease like an ALS or MS, something like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he... Take him in. He is eating his dinner, and he's in a little bit of pain. And Bill's like, "Did you take your meds?" You know, he's like, "Oh no, I forgot." You know, so he's trying to get the bottle or the bag open to take his pills. And Bill just reaches over and opens the bag and gives him his pills, mm-hmm. and you know, taking care of him. And they go to bed, and you see Frank kind of awake, yeah. laying laying awake at night. And when the light changes and it's morning, Frank's already in his wheelchair. You know, and Bill's like, "Oh Jesus, you know, son of a bitch!" You know, yeah. he's basically like, get "What are you doing? Bed. Getting back in bed?" You know. And he's like, it took me almost all night, but I'm exhausted. Know, I'm exhausted. And Bill's like, well, get back in bed. I don't want you falling asleep in the chair. You know, your your feet will turn blue or whatever. And he's like, no, I'm I'm not going to fall asleep. And he's like, yes, you will. Yes, you will. And he's like, no, I won't. I promise. And he's like, how do you know? And he's like, because today's my last day. And you're like, oh, oh no. And then it does does a hard cut to them sitting in the dining room so, or the living room, mm-hmm. and Bill's sitting there. Obviously, he's been crying a little bit, and mm-hmm. Frank basically tells him like. I don't, I don't want to keep going like this, you know, uh, and tells him like, you know, I've had a lot of, I'm not going to tell you like, you know, every day has been a gift from God's speech. Right. But I've had, a, I've, I've had a lot of good days and I've had a hell of a lot, lot of bad, bad days. days. And he goes, I've had bad days with you. He goes, but I've had a lot more good days with you than I've had with anybody else, you know? And he's like, so just give me one more good day, please. You know? And he's like, I want you to, here's what we're going to do. You know, you're going to make me. You're gonna start by making me a a, a a bitch and breakfast, basically, you know. And he's like, and then we'll go to the and then boutique. we'll go to the boutique, and I'll pick out clothes for us to wear. That you, you will wear. wear what I pick, uh, and then we'll get married, and then you'll bring me home, and you'll fix me an excellent dinner, and then you'll put these in my wine, and it's a bag of his pills. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and then you'll take me to bed, and I'll f- fall asleep in your arms, you know. And basically, that'll be it. And Bill starts crying. I was like, I don't think I can, you know. And he tells me, he's like, Do you love me? You know, it's that, yeah, yeah, you know, he goes, then love me how I want you to, you know, and you're like, (laughs) and so there's just a nice montage of them going about their day and getting married and wearing the nice clothes and all that. It comes to dinner time and Bill's making the dinner and it's the exact same meal that that first meal meal with the rabbits, you know, he's sitting right next to him now, you know, not, yeah, not at the end of the table. He's sitting next to him and he pours him his glass of wine and they have the wine and dinner and then he gets up and goes and gets the other bottle of wine and Mm. comes out and pours two glasses of that wine and pours all the crushed up pills into 
Frank's glass and stirs it and hands it to him. And Frank kind of looks at him a little bit and then downs it. Downs it. And then Bill picks up his glass and downs slams it. it. And Frank kind of looks at him a little bit and goes, "Were there already pills in the in the bottle?" You know. Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Enough to kill a horse." Yep. <laughs> you know. And uh, Frank's like. I would be so mad at you, basically, if if that wasn't so incredibly romantic, you know. And Bill goes, "I don't want this to be like the the tragedy, the tragic suicide at the end of the play." And he goes, "I'm I'm old, I'm, old. I'm, I'm satisfied." And he tells him, "You were my purpose," mm-hmm. you know. And basically, he's like, you know, I, I if you're going, I'm going. Like, I don't have anything left for after this. Mm-hmm. And uh, so basically, he's like, "All right, well, take me to bed." You know, and he picks, stands up, and wheels the chair out, and you're like. <laughs> Jesus, and then uh, hard cut to present day, and Joel and Ellie show up at the fence, and obviously nobody's there to open it, and Joel gets in and with the code, and Bill's left the door open, and they leave a note, leave a note, and basically don't come into the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we left the window open. We left the window open so it wouldn't stink. But you know. my question is, how, why didn't they turn? What do you mean they weren't infected? These aren't zombies, Bob. Yeah, <laughs> it's no. not. It's not when you die you turn. It's if you get the fungus you turn. Yeah, you're right. You'd be I, right though. <laughs> you <laughs> happens all the time. <laughs> it gets exhausting, I'll tell you. So they, uh, yeah, you know, he leaves a nice note for for Joel. Kind of twists the knife a little bit because he's telling him basically like, I don't, I don't fucking like you, but you know, we're protectors. Yeah, so we're protect protectors. Us. What we do. The phrase that he uses was, you know, we're, I, our purpose is to protect the people that we love that can't protect themselves, and you know. God help any motherfucker that gets in our way, you know? And you're like, oh, there's a little bit of foreshadowing also for people that know the game. And, uh, and he's like, you know, protect Tess, basically. And Tess is already dead. Yeah. But now Joel has this little girl to take care of that he doesn't love yet, but he doesn't does, even like her. He is in charge of her, right? So he's like, all right, well, at least there's a truck and a battery. And mm-hmm. they get all dressed up and stuff, and they... Take a shower. Take a shower and all that. Eat and dip, right? And as they leave, they put a a, a mixtape in that says, like, happy birthday, Bill, mm-hmm. you know? And he puts it in, and the first song that comes on is Linda Ronstadt, you know? Love will abide. And you're like, oh. Dude. <laughs> and then they, they drive off into the distance, right? I single-handedly think I cried at least five times during yeah, that Yeah, that episode was tragic and like there was the meme going around that morgan and i laughed about that was like joel just needed a fucking truck (laughs) and and hbo decided to give us one of the most beautiful love stories that's ever put to television in 40 minutes yeah uh, no it wasn't long oh yeah 15 it was almost a 90 minute episode as a movie i would i would yeah kill for a movie about bill and frank yeah well you got one well yeah exactly (laughs) bingo there you go (laughs) i gotta kill yeah You got the, the, the black blade. Once you draw it, it can't be resheathed until it's tasted blood. I'm like, oh, no. So we'll kind of kind of scooch through episode four a little bit because um, I think it was a, another weak one. It was a bit of a filler. Um, four felt like a filler more than... More than two, you think? Yeah. 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 So that's when they get to Kansas City. Um, you kind of get to see Ellie playing around with a gun mm-hmm. at the beginning. You know, Frank's gun that she stole. And... Uh, <laughs> She's hitting Joel with some of her puns. Some of the dad like, jokes. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, they, they are on their way to find uh, Tommy in Wyoming uh, and take a trip through Missouri, stop in Kansas City because the freeway's been blocked off and they got to take a detour down onto the streets. Yep. 
Ellie's on nav. Does not know how to read a map because yeah, she, she's never been in a city. Right? I like when she states the fact. She's this is my second time in a fucking <laughs> car, car, dude. Like, yeah, Chill out. He's like, where are we? Where's the army? You know, she's like, dude, I don't fucking I don't know. know. Yeah. He's like, well, read the map. She's like, ah. I don't know how to read a map. Yeah, like, I've never been in a vehicle. And uh, he's, they, they get lost and go right into a trap. Uh, there's a dude out in the street. Please help me, help Which me. Which is pretty damn near. Pretty close. This, this situation the, happens the in only thing Philadelphia. I don't... No, Pittsburgh. It's Pittsburgh in the game. Yeah. The only thing I don't think that they said was uh, when Joel was like, he ain't even hurt. 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 Which I kind of wish he did, because I yeah. really like that quote. Yeah. But, but they made up for it, I think, with the interrogation scene in the winter. Mm. Where I was like, all right, as long as you do mm. that scene, I'm Gucci mm. with mm. missing out on. He ain't even hurt. He ain't even hurt. Uh, that's something I will say for the series as a whole, is I thought that um, Joel was much less violent. Yeah. Um, but a big part of that, I think, is it's a twofold. In the game, a lot of the violence is there just as gameplay. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of necessary to move the thing along and keep it interesting between cutscenes, right? Uh, and here it would have felt like, oh my God, there's just a lot of killing, right? And then it kind of takes some of the impact out of the killing that really matters in the yeah. show. As well as it's, it's definitely different in this one. You can't kill as much because of the hive-like mind. Right, but even uh, even individuals. Like oh, humans, yeah. you know, yeah. human on human violence. Because like this ambush in the game is like six or seven dudes, mm-hmm. you know, and like mm-hmm. Joel slits the one dude's throat with a broken freezer door yeah. uh, in a convenience store. Yeah, they didn't get that, that in the show. Um, instead, it's like two dudes. Joel shoots one from a distance. Yeah, knocks him down. Knocks him down. The other guy comes up and uh, ambushes Joel and gets him in a chokehold. And uh, Joel's not winning the uh-huh. fight. And it's a young kid, mm-hmm. and Ellie comes sneaking out of her hiding spot and shoots him in the back and paralyzes him. And the kid's rolling around on the ground crying. I was like, you know, my mom's really close. We can just you know, get, yeah. go get my mom. You know, she'll know what to do. You know, and you're like, ooh. <laughs> you and know, Ellie's kind of like, like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. I, this kid's, like, this is, she wasn't expecting it to happen like this. You mm-hmm. know, she thought she'd shoot him and he'd drop, he's dead. Yeah. No, this kid's crying and begging for his life. Yeah. And Joel basically just stands up and pulls out a knife and <laughs> walks Ellie, over. And Ellie's like, I got to get out of here. Well, no, he didn't even tell her to go away. She's like, I better I better get out of here. He told her to go stand behind the wall. Maybe. And that's yeah. why she walks away and stands right behind him. Yeah, and you, he walks over and the kid stops crying all of a sudden, you know? Yeah. And uh, you're like, ooh, rough. That was... And so then uh, you kind of find out that this city is being basically overthrown as they're there. Uh, the QZ. Yeah. Because Fedra, they're like a week from uh, a Fedra overthrow. Mm. Uh, and it's not good. It's a violent yeah. revolution. Um, we'll continue. I guess we'll, we'll talk more about it. Okay. Uh, what are, you, are you saying I'm wrong? No. Okay. <laughs> Goddamn right you're not. Well, you're just <laughs> wrong here, so. <laughs> Even a broken clock's right twice, twice a, day. a day. Yeah. So uh, they, yeah, they're like a week after the, this, this, <laughs> place has been overthrown and uh fucking there's a young woman i can't remember her name that's what i'm trying to think unpopular kathleen unpopular opinion i didn't like kathleen yeah i don't think that's that unpopular i think she's just a a weak character yeah and i don't because she's a woman no (laughs) no i can read between your lines boy (laughs) no just i don't know like their her brother died Mm -hmm. so it's like now she's causing a revolution because of it well, no, she was already a part of the revolution. Her brother was leading the revolution. He died. And so then she took over and was apparently a more effective revolutionary. 
She's cold-blooded. Mm-hmm. I will say the scene with the... Uh, she's interrogating her doctor. The doctor that, that birthed, birthed her, her. Delivered her. And uh, she, like, steps out, talks to somebody, and basically... All right, well, goes back in there, and she gets the information she needed, mm-hmm. goes back in and just shoots the guy, the doctor dead because yeah. she doesn't need him anymore. Mm-mm. You're like, Jesus. No, that was pretty ruthless. Because, um, yeah, they kind of address that in the second episode of hers, episode five, where she's kind of like, I'm not my brother, talking yeah. to her, yeah. her like, lieutenant, and he's basically like, I-, I loved your brother, and he's like, but he didn't get us here. Who is played by? The actor that played Tommy in the video mm-hmm. game, uh, Jeffrey Pierce. And so I kind of liked that idea. Like you're and talking of of her being, you're like, well, she's weak because she's mad and all that. But she was apparently a more effective revolutionary than her brother, who everybody got behind, yeah. right? Um, and yeah, she's mad. But look what people do when they're trying to get their loved ones, mm-hmm. right? You know. And you could even hear uh, the the character who who played Tommy uh-huh. in the game. Yeah, sounds Jeffrey a- Pierce sounds a lot like Tommy in the game. Yeah. Um, in fact, I would say that um, fucking Gabrielle Luna, mm-hmm. who plays uh, Tommy in the show, mm-hmm. does a really good... Uh, he sounds like Tommy yeah. from the game. Yeah. But also, apparently, Gabrielle Luna played, played the, game. the game. He's a big nerd for it. Yeah. To, to kind of make a, a flash-forward point, roughly um, pointing towards the, the second season, second game, I think Kathleen's kind of a... I don't, I don't want to say like a... And a, 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 an allusion towards uh, episode two or season two, Ellie. Okay. Of I can understand that. You know, bloodthirsty revenge. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And not necessarily, ju- you know, where you're like, okay, this is getting, this is getting, out <laughs> this is getting a little hand. excessive. You're doing all this just for two people, you know. But then, so uh, it, the episode kind of ends with you're finding out that Kathleen is looking for these two boys or mm-hmm. two people, Sam mm-hmm. and Henry, and. uh Joel has a nice little talk with Ellie about, basically, sorry, you had to kill somebody, right? And she's like, well, it wasn't my first time, you know. And he trusts her with a gun. He's like, all right, well, if you're going to use this thing, right, make sure you hold it like this, right? And gives her the quick quick and dirty, you know, here's how you do it. Mm-hmm. Find out that he can't hear too well in his right ear. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they get up into a high-rise building and basically set a sound trap with a bunch of glass on the floor and, and lay down for that. We're going to sleep up here, mm-hmm. and then in the morning we'll get a get a good look around and, and figure out where we're at. See and, what the fuck's uh, going on. <laughs> and Ellie hits him with a pun, you know? <laughs> She's like... Uh, Do you know diarrhea is uh, hereditary? Hereditary, and he's like, what? And he rolls around and she goes, yeah, it runs, runs in your jeans. Jeans. And he fucking rolls away from her real quick and starts smiling and goes, Jesus fucking Christ. That's so and he starts dumb. laughing. That's so fucking dumb. And he starts laughing and he goes, I'm fucking losing it. You know, and she goes, you're fucking crazy. Like you're losing it, man. And and he's laughing. And I like that moment where he, he smiles, you know, and you're like, Oh, I do think they softened Joel faster in the show. Cause I kind of had to. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you didn't have all the, the gameplay and stuff right. like that. And, and I think technically speaking, the game takes place over a longer period of time than the show does. Um, because it seems like maybe they're already in very early fall, late summer mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the game, they're like early summer. So, you know, in the game, you basically have a full calendar year together. And this is like six to eight months. Yeah. But uh, plus you've only got nine episodes. But so, yeah, they kind of soften them faster to get them more together and make it believable mm-hmm. of like, OK, these people are bonding. Right. And uh, they, they get ambushed in their sleep by a very little boy and uh, a, a young man. Mm hmm. Who we find out in episode five are Sam and Henry. Yes. 
Episode five is a banger. Yeah, uh, I has a lot of good stuff in I it. Teared up, but oh yeah, 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 hard. Um, Sam and Henry were part of the revolution or the revolutionary group, and uh, something has happened that Mar or I keep want to say Marlene Kathleen is after them. You don't know what yet entirely. Yeah. Um, and, and they've been hiding out with that doctor. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of get a like cold open of sorts of just basically here's a rundown of them from when the revolution started until when we met them. You're right. And first of all, the revolution was intense of like seeing them like burning people alive, yeah. hanging people, dragging people behind horses mm-hmm. and shit. Um, yeah. And, and with like so many knives sticking out of them. Yeah. You remember that distinctly of yeah. them dragging, dragging that by guy the by the feet with behind the horse mm-hmm. or behind a truck and he's just, just full of knives. Head to toe. And you're like, Jesus Christ. Um, but I mean, it's the kind of thing you see of like, these are people who've been oppressed for a long time and they're angry and they're going to come back almost as bad, if not worse than their oppressors, right? Of like, you know, doing it tenfold. Back to you. How do you like it? Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, that's not good. And Sam and Henry are trying to get off the street. Yeah, they're trying to get the fuck out of Dodge. And they're just hiding up in an attic of an apartment or a townhouse uh, with, you know, like a week's worth of food. And um, then <laughs> it doesn't cut forward. And uh, they're out of food. They're out of food. So it's been probably about a week, if not a little bit longer, because uh, the doctor's been gone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Sam's kind of like, we or, you know, Henry's like, I, I think the doctor's we dead. Go. We're going to have to leave because we got to go find food mm-hmm. and we got to try and get out of the city. And as they're leaving, Henry spots or hears the commotion and stands up and looks out and sees Joel and Ellie getting ambushed. In that firefight. Yeah. yeah. And so he's like, all right, you know, follows them. And then yeah, here we are. Now we, we see them meeting each other uh and basically joel and and sam and henry and ellie all kind of hash it out that we're all actually on the same side here (laughs) i like the line that henry uses where henry's like congratulations you know you you're you're in front of the most wanted man in the city in kansas city and he goes but uh you might be a close close runner up yeah. yeah you're a close second you know and so we gotta try and get out of here and i got good news for you there is a tunnel system beneath Kansas City that is full of infected, as far as anybody knows. Right? He goes, but what nobody else knows is that it's not. not. Like they cleared it out like three years ago. My Fedra mm-hmm. dude told me, and he's like, "All right, so why am I taking you into a tunnel full of infected?" And he's like, "It's not full of infected, but I don't know how to fight. You do. I know the way out. Together, <laughs> I'll get you out if you keep me safe." Mm-hmm. Right? And so Joel's like, "All right, fine. Yeah, let's get out of here. <laughs> Go down through the tunnels." Tunnels are clear. Yeah. No. <clears throat> There's no infected no. in the tunnel. Yeah. And, and so you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. And Han- Henry's really kind of laying on the, I told you, baby. Yeah. Who, <laughs> look was, at right? this. Who look was right? This shit. Look, look at me. Look hey. at me. Hey. Hey. Look, look at, at us. us. <laughs> and so uh, <laughs> we do get to see Ish uh, from the game. Mm-hmm. We see his setup. Yeah. Because in the game, there's a, a long section or a longer section of like environmental storytelling where you're picking up notes and looking at the environment to figure out what's happened. Mm-hmm. And there was a survivor named Ish who created a community in the sewer system. Uh, and we kind of get a hint towards that in this with mm-hmm. like there's this kids looks like a daycare, basically, yeah. in this uh, soccer ball. They painted a, 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 a soccer a goal. goal. And, uh, and you know, it looks like kids have been drawn on the wall. And it's got, like I said, like a kindergarten classroom mm-hmm. uh, as far as small tables and stuff set up. And on the wall, there's something that says like Ish. And I can't remember who the other person is that we're running the community together. And uh, I was like. That's nice because in the game that's kind of a really a big, sad part yeah. of like seeing you get to hear about all about Ish and like there's a room of 
where somebody's left a note that basically says like I've locked myself in with the kids uh, and basically alludes to the fact that like the infected are going to get in here and I know what I have to do but I, I, I don't know if I can and it looks like he's probably killed the kids you know and you're like Jesus <laughs> that's yeah. not good um, but I mean it's like what do you do on the other right. hand right yeah you don't want the kids to get ripped apart Mm-mm. so uh, not not cool you know, not not very cash money, Mm-mm. but Sam and or uh, Henry and Joel have a nice heart to heart where Henry's basically like, you might not be her dad, but you were somebody's, mm-hmm. you know, and, and basically says, you know, I, I told you I wasn't a bad guy, but I kind of lied. Like I did a bad thing. I told you I never killed anybody, but I did. And Joel's basically like, we all kill people. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, like, okay. And you kind of find out that Sam had leukemia mm-hmm. and uh, Henry traded with Fedra first the the medication to save him. Yeah. And uh what he traded was the leader of the revolution. Uh that he was like really close with yeah. and is Kathleen's brother. And they killed Kathleen's brother, which is why Kathleen is on a tear. <laughs> Wolf. Uh so Joel's basically like, Well, hey, you know, we all do what we gotta do to yeah. save our family. You know Only the strongest <laughs> will survive. And they get out, and it's, it's now nighttime. They hung out down below until it got dark again. They get back up on the surface and are walking through a nice suburb. Henry's a little bit too celebratory. Gucky. And they start getting shot at by a sniper. Mm-hmm. So they all get down. And it's a direct replica from the game. They built they that built entire the, that neighborhood. Yeah. They built that dead-end road. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, Joel's basically like, all right, here's the, here's the dealio. This sniper is a bad shot. It's dark. I'm going to go sneak around behind him and take yeah. him out. And they're like, all right. <laughs> so he does. And he gets up there. And uh, it's an old dude. And Joel's got the gun on him. He's like, here's, here's what's going to happen. You're going to put that gun down. You're just going to step away for an you're hour. You're going to step away. Yeah, you're going to just basically take a nap for an hour. Uh, and that's all you got to do. You know. And please, please don't go for that gun. No. And, and he old, goes for the, the gun. The old dude goes for the gun. And you just hear a pop. You know. And the creators of the show kind of alluded to that being like, if you think about it, this guy's like, it looks like he's 80 years old, mm-hmm. you know. He spent most of his life not in the apocalypse, Yeah. right? And what did he see before the apocalypse, right? If he's 80 years old and in 2020, he might have been in Vietnam, potentially, mm-hmm. you know, depending on how old he is exactly. You know, I mean, he might be a war vet, and he, he, he he's seen a lot of shit, probably seen a lot of people die. He's tired, and uh, he's ready. he basically committed suicide by cop. You know, of pulling a gun on a guy that he knows is going to outdraw him, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, Joel probably kind of saw that in him, too, of like, please, please don't. Don't do it. Don't man. do this. So everything's looking peachy. Joel gets out there and is basically like, y'all are Gucci. Yeah, start coming. And then he hears on the radio, you know, keep him busy. Uh, we're on our way. Yeah. And it's Kathleen. And uh, the truck comes barreling Pulls down the road. In. There's two trucks. And the first one has the. The shield that says run on it. Yeah. The cow catcher mm-hmm. and is just blowing through these cars yeah and ellie sam and henry are like <laughs> hoofing Hustling. ellie's popping shots from behind you know putting the gun back mm-hmm. and firing planking off the shield not yeah. doing anything waffling them. yeah joel's trying to catch some shots on him he's not doing mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. but then one, he gets one lucky shot mm-hmm. takes out the driver the truck swerves into the front of a house and is you know sam henry Nelly, they're pinned down. Mm-hmm. Kathleen hops out and is basically like, you know, listen here, you motherfuckers. Come on out. Come on out, Henry. 
And uh, Joel's like watching, like, I don't know what the move is here because there's a lot of guns down there. I He's feeling can. a little helpless. Yeah. And Henry basically tells Ellie, like, hey, you take Sam and run when, when I tell you, you know. He steps out and is talking to Kathleen. Kathleen's like, you know, you know, uh, something effective. They have the discussion about Sam. You know, she's like, I'm going to kill you and I'm going to kill Sam. Uh, and, and he's like, he's just a kid. And she goes, kids die all the time. You know, like, so what? And you're like, Jesus. Cold blooded. <laughs> that bitch is icy. <laughs> and uh, she's getting ready to pop Henry in the head. That truck starts to sink, sink into the ground. And all those infected that were in the tunnel that got so driven out many. weren't driven out of the tunnels. They were probably all just trapped in one location mm. and the door shut. And uh, over, you know, they were probably all runners when they got put in there. And now at this point, they've all evolved into clickers and a bloater. Oh, yeah. And just a swarm of infected come pouring out like a wave yeah. and are just eating everybody. Mm. <laughs> and it's... They're ripping them apart. It's intense. Yeah. And it's a really good scene of Joel up in the the house up in the attic basically providing sniper cover mm-hmm. for Ellie like, to get trying her to, to get her out of across there. yeah and uh fucking <laughs> that uh, bloater comes up out of the ground and uh I can't think of the guy's name like the actual character but Jeffrey Pierce mm-hmm. uh, he's like grabs him by grabs, the mouth well he grabs Kathleen and is like you run yeah. get out of here don't, don't look back you know and turns around and starts firing at this bloater who just charges him and uh, picks him up and does the finishing move from the game mm-hmm. of Puts grabbing a couple fingers in the mouth and you know both the sides of the jaw, of the jaw yeah. and rips the head in half and you're like jesus and uh there's a little kid clicker yeah creepy as sin do you think that's from ish potentially yeah cuz well so my thing is like they're not dead. So do they continue to age? You know what I mean? I mean, like, she wouldn't be frozen in time if she got infected as a kid. So she's, a, I would have to think, a recently infected. I guess that's true. How would that work? I don't know. A runner as a kid, clicker as an adult, bloater as an elder? Potentially. Because hmm. at that point, you're more fungus than flesh. You get stronger. You know? And you got armor plating, basically, mm-hmm. of just... Pl- yeah, because they, they kept trying to shoot at the bloater and it and was just, just penetrating. Yeah, them. it's just plinking off with all that hard and you know calcified fungus. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, they're all trying to get the hell out of there. Sam, Henry, and and uh, Joel and Ellie. Mm-hmm. And Kathleen stops him, and it's like you know there's chaos and mayhem behind her, and she's getting ready to shoot them. And that little girl clicker jumps Jones off the rock and her. just starts attacking the piss out of her and kills Started her, ripping her apart. <laughs> and they're basically like, well, we better get out of here. Yeah, that's our cue. Yeah. And uh, they they flee across the 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 footbridge and mm-hmm. are chilling out in a motel, and uh, Sam and Ellie. Oh, uh, a major difference between the game and this. Sam's deaf. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm not going. I liked. Yeah, I thought it was an, it was interesting, an interesting wrinkle concept. Because uh, 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 one of the things that they talked about on that podcast was how they wanted you know so Joel and Ellie kind of have at this point like a shorthand with each other. They understand each other to a point where you know Ellie understands. Okay. Here's what we're going to do, mm-hmm. and I'm going to follow Joel, and I know when he's looking around, here's what he's thinking, here's what he's moving, here's what he's doing, right? And um, <laughs> how do you separate, how do you not make two brothers have the same kind of, oh, they're the same, they've got shorthand, mm-hmm. is they've got a language of American Sign Language, you know? And, and so that's something that Joel and Ellie don't have that these two have Sam together. and Henry do. And I like that Sam's got the, 
<laughs> little uh well, i can't think what it's board, called but, but the, the uh, like the magnetic yeah you write whatever and then you can flip it yeah, up and lift, it erases lift the it. sheet and it erases whatever you've written and, and that's how he's communicating with people mm-hmm. and i really like that low tech stuff yeah of like you know, yeah it makes sense that mm-hmm. works it's, it's easy it's simple you can use it so they uh they go back and ellie is reading a comic book with with sam and talking to him and sam basically asks her and it's pretty much the same scene from the game of like well, how are you never scared you know and she's like, Psh, dude, I'm some scared all the time, you know. And he's, she's like, I'm scared of scorpions, you know, and things like that. And he's kind of like, whatever, like those are made up fears, you know. What I mean, those aren't real fears. Mm. And she's like, I- I'm afraid of being alone, you know. I'm, I'm afraid of ending up alone. I got to level with you. She's like, what are you afraid of, you know? And he's like, do you think that when uh, you get bit and those people turn, are the people still in there, you know, just trapped in there? Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't think so. Yeah, I think they're they're gone once they're that gone. happens or whatever, right? He's kind of like, all right, all right, all right. And he lifts his pant leg, and he's been bit on the ankle. On the ankle. And Ellie's like, fuck. I'm going to let you in on a secret. <laughs> she lifts her arm and was like, look, I've been bit, and I didn't turn. And she tries to save him, mm-hmm. which is a, di- a difference from the game. Yeah. Uh, in the game, Sam doesn't tell her that he's been bit. So she slits her palm and rubs some of her blood in the bite, and it's like, bingo, I fucking just yeah. saved your life. Yeah. Like, you're, you're welcome. You're Gucci. And I'll stay up with yeah, you just he's to like, make sure. Please don't go to sleep. Like, stay awake with me. And she's like, yeah, you got it. And uh, falls asleep <laughs> and wakes up and is like, fuck. And he's sitting with his back to her. And uh, because he's deaf, he can't hear her. Because she kind of, yeah, you know, in- instinctually from waking up, she goes, hey. Yeah, obviously doesn't respond. She goes over and taps his shoulder, and he turns, and he's he's a runner. He's mm-hmm. been infected, and he starts attacking her. They tumble out into the room where Joel and Henry are staying, and they both jump up and are freaking out. Joel goes for his, he goes, oh shit, he's turning, you know, and goes for his gun, and, and Henry points the gun Henry, at him. Henry shoots the floor near mm-hmm. Joel, and Joel jumps back, and he's got the gun pointed at Joel, and Joel's kind of looking at Ellie, and. Henry swings the gun real quick and quick fires, you know, and shoots Henry or shoots Sam, drops him dead. Right in the head, yeah. And uh, they're kind of, there's like a pause. And then you see the blood start yeah, to, start to pool. pool out. And uh, Henry starts the, what have I done? Well, yeah, except in, yeah, so in the game, it's what have I done? And in the show, he kind of blames Joel a little bit more. He goes, you know, uh, or it might be the other way around. I think in the show, it's what have I done? In the game, it's like, you know, what did you do? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he's pointing the gun at, at Joel, and Joel's like, Henry, just put the Henry gun down. please, let's not, you know, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and take that gun from you, Henry. You know, why don't you just give me that gun? Give me the gun. And uh, Henry points the gun at his head and pulls the trigger. Squeezes. And uh, Ellie has a really, like, Bella Ramsey. Killed that part. Yeah, because she, the, the, like, the she screams out when he shoots, and it feels very, like. Real. Un- yeah, like, that wasn't, like, uh, an acting, like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. That was, like, oh, she saw somebody. Just off themselves. Yeah. Right? And, that was a tough scene. Yeah. And uh, and it kind of cuts the, to black and then opens up and Joel has buried them mm-hmm. and is standing there with a the shovel. And Ellie kind of comes over and says something to Joel and she lays down that, you know, that, that little notepad thing. And she's written, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. on it. And you're like, That's when I teared up. Yeah. Because you're like, is she sorry that it didn't work? Is she sorry that it happened? Yeah. Right. You know, I think there's a million things that she's sorry for. And I, I think... It really bothered, really bothered Joel, especially because he kind of sees a little bit of himself in Henry mm-hmm. of like, he had somebody that that's the only reason he was living was yeah, for his brother. On. 
and now his brother's dead. He's dead. And he called it quits. And uh, that was rough for, mm-hmm. for Joel because I think he had started to scare him a little bit of he and Ellie, uh, you know, where they were headed. So we'll, we'll kind of try and speed up a little bit. Um, episode six was really good. Yep. Uh, see at heart like three months later, mm-hmm. uh, they're in, uh, they're up in Wyoming. Don't know where the fuck they are. <laughs> uh, they meet that old Native American couple and uh, Joel pulls the trick on them of, uh, you know, yeah, I need you to point on this map to where we are. And it yep. better be the same answer she mm-hmm. gave, you know? Yeah, they don't fucking care. No, no, no. He looks at his wife and he's like, did you tell the truth? And she goes, yeah. And he goes, are you lying? And she goes, no. You know, why would I lie? Why, why would I lie? They're just trying to get by. Yeah, and so he's like, all right. And points there. And Joel's like, all right. Because yeah. he asked something like, where are we? And he's like, uh, you know, we're in Wyoming, you know? <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, I missed all the fucking street signs, you know? <laughs> and we're out in the middle of fucking woods, you know? And it is. It's it's snowy Wyoming, and she made him. She made uh, Joel and Ellie food. Yeah, bowl. yeah. And uh, he's like, you know, I just need a little bit of advice on the the best way west, you know. And he's like, go east, you know. Yeah. Whatever's out west is, is not good. Mm-mm. We've seen bodies along the river. Yeah, you know, whatever you do, don't cross that river. And so they're like, dope. All right, we're crossing that river. <laughs> I guess we got to go that way. All right. Come to find out, it's Tommy's group, mm-hmm. uh, and, and we get to see that Joel's been having some panic attacks. Yeah, which uh, I which like was, that they added yeah, in there. They it's, added it's a little, little bit of uh, humanizing, yeah. for, for Joel. Yeah, or, yeah, he's having a little bit of a panic attack when they're leaving there, and then uh, they uh, they get to see the Aurora Borealis, and that's kind of neat. We find out that Ellie wants to be an astronaut, mm-hmm. which uh, you know is something from the second game that we see. So that was kind of a nice to go ahead and put that in. And uh, and I like the fact that Joel knows her so well that he knows that she'd want to be Sally Ride. Mm-hmm. You know, she's like, you know who my favorite astronaut is? And he goes, Sally, Sally Ride. Ride. She goes, Sally fucking Ride. <laughs> she's like, dude, what a killer name to be an astronaut, you know? <laughs> or best astronaut name ever is what she said. Mm. And Joel says that he'd want to be a, uh, a, a sheep, sheep farmer, farmer. <laughs> and just by himself, you know? And she goes, all right, well, you know, let's be sheep farmers on the moon, you know? <laughs> and uh, they they get moving on and find Tommy's settlement mm-hmm. and uh, Joel basically finds out that like <laughs> turns out I've been here to save Tommy. Tommy's fucking Gucci. Yeah, like, he does not Tommy need does not need saved. He's living the, the high life mm-hmm. and uh, they've got, they've got all kinds of good shit going on. They've got power running. They've got hot water, hot water. Clothes. They've got animals. They've got horses. They're all good. Um, when, um, Oh gosh, what's Tommy's wife's name? Um, Maria, Maria, when Maria gives, Ellie, uh, the... The Diva Cup? Yeah. Yeah, that was a nice detail, because she's Which, picked up tampons before and been like, fuck, yes, yeah, score, like, you know? And it is something that, like, you don't think about, but yeah, mm-hmm. like, in, in the apocalypse, you still gotta... Have yeah. a, I mean, you still have periods, uh-huh. you know, and you gotta do something about them. And uh, it's something that I'm sure Joel never really either didn't think about or didn't address with her. I right? don't think Joel thinks about that. <clears throat> and, and so, you know, Maria, good. I'm, I'm maybe wrong. I mean, yeah, he was a girl dad. Yeah, um, but I don't know if Sarah was old enough for him to worry about that when she passed. Depending, you know what I mean. Yeah. But either way, um, <laughs> yeah, leaves the diva cup when yeah, and basically it's like she's a little bit more maternal um, and, and is kind of talking to Ellie and, and cuts her hair, a, cuts her hair for, her, and they have a little bit of a like verbal spar, mm-hmm. you know, uh, where basically Maria's like, hey. Fucking be careful. Uh, yeah, Maria's basically like, 
I don't know what all you know about Joel, but like he might not be a great guy. And she's like, wait, you're talking about all the people we killed? Well, he doesn't do that anymore. Yeah. You know? And she's like, he doesn't kill people? And she's like, not innocent ones, you know? And then you're like, all right, you know. And, uh, and she's like, and Tommy did it too, by the way. So be careful where you fucking throw stones. Uh, and Mar- Maria basically kind of makes a decent point of like, I'm just saying, be careful who you trust. Because, you know, it's the people that you trust that can hurt you the most, right? You know, if you let them in, those are the ones that can hurt you. Yeah. <laughs> what is it from among us? The more. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> she, that's how Ellie also, in that conversation, finds out about Sarah. Mm-hmm. And it's like that all kind of starts to make sense for her. It all starts to come together. together. And uh, Maria's like, all right, well, let's go watch some movies with the rest of the kids, you know, the rest of the town. And uh, Joel's never to be found. Uh, find out that uh, Tommy has a conversation with Joel that he's going to be a dad. Because mm-hmm. Joel's basically like, hey, I need you to take this girl and get her to your Firefly buddies. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, I, I can't do that, bub. Like, I, I ain't leaving. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, you and I could do it together, you know. And he's like, no, like I can't go. Uh, Marie's expecting. She's a few months along. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to be a dad. And Joel kind of gets pissy and basically goes like, says something to the effect of like, well, I guess we'll see how that goes. Yeah. You know, which is not. Not the, good. Yeah, not the phrase that you want your brother <laughs> to say. Maybe a congratulations or whatever. Yeah. And then Tommy says the thing that he shouldn't say either. And basically goes, look, Joel, just because your life stopped doesn't mean that mine has to. And you're like, <laughs> tough. Uh, and Joel doesn't like that. So nope. Joel leaves. And uh, Tommy finds him later in like the the shoe shop. In the, they, they've got a... Uh, he's duct taping his what shoe. Do you, what do you call that? A cobbler. cobbler and uh, where he's trying to fix his boots. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> Tommy's like, finds him. He's like, we can just get you some new, new boots. boots bub, yeah. You, know? you ain't got to worry about it. And uh, Joel has a very deep heart to heart with him where he's crying mm-hmm. and basically tells him, like, I'm afraid all the time when I've got this girl around me. She's going to get hurt. I can't protect her. I'm not. I know you think that I'm, you know, capable, but I'm not anymore. Not. Uh, I've been, you know, feeling. He has a really good line that apparently was uh, an improv from Pedro Pascal that I'm like, <laughs> applaud because it's a really good line where he's talking about. That he has dreams that he doesn't remember, but when he wakes up, he knows that he's lost something, and he says, I'm failing in my sleep, and you're like, boo. And that was apparently a Pedro Pascal improv of the, I'm failing in my sleep, mm-hmm. and it's like, man, this guy just feels like a a failure, and I'm sure he's having a lot of PTSD of Sarah, yeah. um, because he's got this girl that he cares about now, who reminds him a lot of his daughter, Sarah, yeah. and uh, he's, he's afraid of losing her, and uh, he's had a few run-ins now where he hasn't been in the most... He capable. hasn't, yeah. And so he's fe- really being faced with the possibility of him failing again, right? And so he has that heart-to-heart with Tommy, and Tommy's basically like, all right, let me talk to Maria, and I'll, I'll take her, you know? And uh, Joel's like, preach, yeah. <laughs> you know? Cool. And uh, Ellie's back home, and this is another scene that they did word-for-word word just about mm-hmm. uh, from the game. And uh, Joel comes up into the bedroom that she's staying in, and she's reading the diary, uh, the, of the young girl lived there, and she's like, "Is this really all girls had to worry I about? Was, worry about you know boys and their hair and what movies they were seeing and uh, what skirt to wear?" Yeah, and basically, he tells her like, "In the morning, uh, Tommy's gonna take you. I think it'd probably just be best if we go our separate ways." You know, and she's like, "I'm not. She ain't having it." Yeah, she's not happy about it, and uh, she calls him on it. Basically, tells him like, "I'm not Sarah. Like, I'm not your daughter." And they didn't use the the mighty thin ice line, Ooh, which I think they should have. Yeah, but apparently that wasn't in the original game either, uh, like the original script of the game. Uh, and that was kind of something that just Troy Baker said, uh, and, and it worked. 
And they kind of made the point on the podcast of like, that was Troy Baker's Joel. This Joel doesn't really, that, that would have sounded out of place in his mouth. They sure. felt like that didn't really sound like his, sure. his, his, uh, way of speaking. And I can uh, understand I'm that. Like, yeah, okay. The point was still there. Mm-hmm. And they have a little bit of a knockdown drag out and, she basically tells him, like, you know, I know that you think you're protecting me by, you know, and she's like, but the truth is, like, I'd, I'd just be more scared. Yeah. You know, I've, everybody that I've ever loved has either died or, or left, left me, me. Except, except for, for you. fucking you and shoves him, you know, and he, <laughs> he basically says something like, you're right. Yeah. You're not, you're not my, my daughter. daughter. And then leaves the room and you're like, <laughs> kick Word. ass yeah. job, Joel. Yeah. Bitching. And then in the morning she gets up and. Joel's gone out of the house, and she's like, all right, well, I guess I'll go. Tommy's downstairs waiting on her, and she goes down, and they get headed to the stables, and Joel's there at the at the stables wait, waiting with a horse, and he goes, I just, I didn't think it was fair to put all of that on you, and I thought I'd, I'd give you the the choice. Yeah, and you she, know? before and he's she, even done, he's he like, throws her the bag. She, yeah, she throws him the bag, and it's like, all right, shut the fuck up, get, get on. on the horse, you know, and he's like, all right. And then they go off on their way and have a really nice montage of them on the road on the mm-hmm. horse where she's asking what he did before. And he's talking about being a contractor. And he, I love that. She's like, contractor, that sounds cool. You know, and he goes, we were cool. Like everybody loves contractors, you know. And, and she's like, yeah, man, you know, Joel the contractor, you know, and, and talking him up. And he's, it was, he was basically a laborer, yeah. you know, yeah. the, the people that we generally, unfortunately, kind of look down on. He's like, yeah, we were fucking cool, dude. You know, everybody loves contractors. And uh, she lays her head on his back and he kind of talks about that. He wanted to be a singer, yeah. you know, and uh, she's like, yeah, dude, well, we can just sing on a horse or a, a sheep, sheep farm, farm on, on the, the moon, moon, you know, and you're like, yeah, you know, they get to the college that they're trying to get to. Because that's the last that Tommy knew of was yeah. last I heard there was they were in a college in in uh, Colorado. And he's all right. They get there. Fireflies are fucking gone. They're ghosts. So they're like, oh, fuck. All right. And they get to looking at a map. And yeah, they're, like, they're like, this is a like, fucking trend yeah, we're seeing here. Yeah. Yeah. And they look at the map and they're like, boom, Salt Lake City. All, all of the roads lead to Salt Lake City. Uh, so I guess we're headed to Salt Lake City. Which, when you look at the map, you realize how fucking zigzaggy their trip has been. Yeah. We're like. You gotta be shitting me! Like, well, they were closer to Salt Lake City when they were in Jackson than they are now in yeah. Colorado. <laughs> so they're like, "All right, well." And as they're leaving, they hear some people, and so they're trying to sneak out and get to the horse, you know. And uh, dude comes running up on Joel with a ball bat. Yeah, swings on him. Joel ducks it. It breaks across the tree, and Joel snags the dude up in a bear hug. Yeah, twists him around and breaks his, his neck, neck with his hands. And you're like, fuck. And then Joel yeah. turns around and is like, we got to get the fuck out of here. And Ellie's Bounce. like, Joel. And looks down and the bat, the, the handle of the bat is sticking, sticking out of his gut. A, like pretty far pretty in. Pretty decent stab. And he's like, oh. And takes it out, which you're not supposed to do. Keeps a little blood in there. And he's like, and blood kind of starts to gush. And he's like, ugh. <laughs> his hand gets it. pale. Yeah, he's like, ooh, yeah, I'm not well. And they get on that horse and get the fuck out of there. Mm. And he falls off the horse you know, way down the road and. Ellie's hitting him with the Joel. Don't fucking die! Like I, I need you, you know. And uh, we fade didn't to black. see the scene though, like uh, from the video game where Ellie puts him on the sleeping bag. No, and that's they, how. No, they kind of cut out. Where, but it just, is implied when uh, you see the tracks, you see that there's like something that was being dragged. Yeah, blood, blood smear along the ground. Because yeah, the next episode is the Left Behind episode, which I hate to short, but we do need to hurry up. Yeah, we've been going long. So Left Behind was a really good. Uh, episode uh, from and it's a the DLC from the mm-hmm. game which you didn't play the DLC I did, did not you? so this that was all, was new, all new I knew it you. was from 
which I heard that it was pretty, pretty, pretty damn close, spot on with yeah. the game. Um, uh, basically, it's showing Ellie's day with her best friend. I cried at that one too. Yeah, with her best friend um, Riley, and just having like a last day together because uh, Riley's joined a, the Riley's joined the Fireflies and wants to take Ellie out while Ellie's on still in the Fedra school. And they go to the mall, which is what you do when you're kids, yeah. right? You know, they're, we're going to sneak out and go to the mall. Side note, like, quick break. Yeah. Malls are a dying thing. Oh, yeah. And yeah. that breaks my heart. Nah, it'd be all right. So they sneak off and go to the mall uh, and have a really good time. Why and can't we sneak off and go to the mall? <laughs> you have your reasons. Your so-called wife. wife, the old ball and chain, <laughs> the old ball and chain, the warden. <laughs> so they, <laughs> they, uh, yeah, they sneak off and go to the mall. Help me. They go to the mall, and uh, Riley has prepared like the the seven wonders of the mall for for Ellie, and is taking her all around the mall, and you know, they're having a good old time. And there's kind of illusions throughout that, like maybe Ellie's got a crush, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, it all comes to light towards the end, where uh, the reason they're having this time together is because. Riley is with the Fireflies, and the Fireflies are shipping her out to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she asked if Ellie could join, and they said no. No. And so this is probably their last time together, mm-hmm. potentially. And so it was like, word. And they're kind of having a nice moment, dancing and jumping around on the on the tables and stuff and singing. And uh, Ellie hits her with a kiss. Yeah. Because Ellie looks at her and goes, please don't go. And Riley's like, okay. Okay. And they have a nice kiss, and... It seems like it's reciprocated, mm-hmm. which is like a really nice moment for Ellie because she's like, oh, thank God. Because, you know, you're my best friend and I don't want to lose you. Yep. Right. And uh, it's like, oh, snap, they've got it. And then as if on QA infected comes busting in and mm-hmm. attacking them, they have a nice fight with it. Uh, they kill it <clears throat> and then realize that Ellie's been bitten on the arm. And then Riley realizes she's been, been bitten on the, on the hand. hand. And they both kind of like, fuck. Well, shit. And, uh, Riley has a really good line. That's the same line from the game mm-hmm. where she says, you know, well, the way I see it, we got a couple options. She's like, you know, option one, basically she holds up her gun. She's like, I'm not a fan of that option because I, I think we just kind of hang out and see how long it takes, you know, cherish whatever time we got left. Right. And just be poetic and shit and lose our minds together. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's what they do. Except Ellie doesn't turn, does not. which is like, the you know, the first thing for her is like I didn't turn and she did. I don't think I could watch Ellie kill Riley. No, which luckily they don't. Show yeah, her. I don't think because yeah, you find out that that's who she you know when she tells Joel that it wasn't her first time killing somebody, it's because she put Riley. Riley down, and you're like Jesus. So on that note, episode eight is a heavy one. Yeah. Um, with themes of sexual assault. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to talk about that vaguely. I mean, it's not. It doesn't go into it, detail. It doesn't go into the assault itself, but it's definitely threatened. Yeah. Um, and so this episode is called When We Are in Need. Mm-hmm. And I really like what they did with David of like really expanding on his community of like they're kind of a religious cult. A cult. Of sorts. You know, just based Which on. Which he even admits to, but he's like, yeah. but it's just Bible stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, nothing. It's nothing. Nothing crazy. nuts. So we're just. A bunch of Bible thumpers, and that's what gets us through. You know, it keeps everybody unified, right? The, they do a good job in this of hiding, you know, kind of burying the lead on what's going on in this community. Mm-hmm. Of like talking about that we got to go get some deer and things like that. And Troy Baker is in this episode yeah. as uh, David's mm-hmm. bud James. James, 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 James. 
Um, Which I thought he did a really good job. A good job, especially having because he does have that solo scene for that split second there. Yeah. Um, I kind of wanted to see more of that, mm-hmm. but I get the yeah, not the not the main right point, right? But Joel's not well. Um, he won't eat because he's unconscious still, mm-hmm. and uh, she's like basically hand feeding him the best yeah. she can. She's getting water and like sprinkling. She's on his yeah, lips. she's dabbing water on his lips for him. And he's coughing at that. Yeah. And she's like, <sighs> and like his cut that she stitched up. is starting to get infected. Is looking nasty. Uh, Oozy. Yeah. And she's like, fuck. So she's hungry. He's hungry. She goes out to hunt and runs into these two guys. And uh, basically it's like, she she does a decent job of sticking she, them up. She you know? killed the deer. Yeah. She killed the deer. They find the deer and are looking around and don't see anybody. And they're like, well, I guess we're going to take this deer right and as they start to take it she's like you know fucking drop it you know she lowers her voice lowers her voice a little bit you know drop the deer and they uh all right you know she's tells him basically like i don't have anything to trade with you people like whatever right and they're like i mean we've got we've got this that the other thing you know and she's like medicine you got medicine and david's and like, he's like yeah yeah she's like like for infections he's like yeah she's like i'll, I'll give you half the deer if you give me bring the me the medicine and so david's like yeah yeah and he tells james you know go back and get two uh Two two bottles of the or two vials of the penicillin, mm-hmm. and, uh, a and a syringe, and yeah, and then come back. And he's looking at him. He's like, "I'm not speaking in code. Go, yeah. you know, go, go do it." Yeah. So he's all right. And uh, Ellie's like, it's, "He's like, it's pretty cold." And there's he, a shelter. There's right a shelter over there. over there. And she goes, "All right, you take the deer you know, and drag the deer in there." And they sit by a fire and talk. And you find out that David was a school teacher, and and uh, he found God. At- Wind after after the, the apocalypse. apocalypse, you know, he wasn't a preacher before he was a teacher. And she's like, what's so he went from teacher to preacher? Cause it rhymes. And he's like, yeah, I, I, I like, I yeah. like that, you yeah. know? And, uh, he's like, I actually taught kids your age, you know? And she's like, yeah, yeah, whatever, you know? And kind of, kind of buys into his story a little bit of like, yeah, this guy seems interesting. Yeah. And then he goes, you know, you want to know the main reason basically why I, you know, why I found God, you know, he's like, I believe that everything happens, happens for, for a reason. reason, you know? And she's like, you know, he's like, I know. And he goes, but I can prove it to you. You don't know how? She's like, yeah, lay it on me, my man. You know, <laughs> he's like, a couple weeks ago, a few of my guys went out trying to look for food, and uh, only three of them came back. You know, and uh, he's like, they were attacked by a crazy man, and get this, that crazy man was traveling with a girl, and you're like, oh, oh, fuck. fuck. And Ellie kind of is like, oh, fuck. Shit. And, then, and it kind of takes her a second. But then David, right after that, goes, James, put the James gun down. James put the gun down, and she's already, yeah, she was fucked. Yeah. Like, if, if David wasn't, like, a, a somewhat generous man in this situation, mm-hmm. she'd been dead. Because James is already standing there with a gun on her. And uh, he basically makes James give her the medicine and lets her go, yep. right? And James has kind of been out of shape. It's like, you're just going to let her go? And he's like... <laughs> Just relax. Just, just yeah. pump the brakes. Keep yeah, there's a reason I'm the leader and you're the follower. All right. And so she gets the hell out of there with the medicine. So she gives old Pascal a Pascal a shot of penicillin mm-hmm. and uh, is like, well, I hope that works. You know, and uh, cut, cut back to the 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 community. Yeah. There, and they they're not they're not going to bury that young that girl's father who Joel killed. And their so-called reason is because it's... The ground's too hard. We'll too have to wait until spring and then we can bury him. And you're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Well, they're making dinner. And uh, I really liked the the situational irony of this where they're making dinner and the they've got a, a bowl of meat, mm-hmm. right? And they're making a stew. Yeah. You know, because yeah, that's how you stretch food is you veggies, soup, right? You know, stretch it out. And she's like, what meat is it? And, you know, he's like, oh, it's venison, you know? She's like, okay, you know, she's put it in and the woman that's 
doing it is the wife of the man that got killed. Yeah. It becomes implied that that is the her husband in that mm-hmm. bowl. And so she makes that food up. And uh, <laughs> I love that they're all sitting down to eat a meal of venison. And then David and James come through the door. with an Bust in the door with an intact deer. And it's like, oh, wait a goddamn minute. How did... <laughs> Oh, wait, wait, wait just a moment. And even David has that face of like, ooh, whoa. Yeah, this doesn't look great. And uh, he, he's been a pretty nice guy, all things considered. Mm-hmm. And he's talking to the group about, here's what happened. This uh, yeah, the room, If you've heard these rumors that we've yeah, ran into yeah, we, you know, this man and girl. Yeah, we did. We uh, did. And we do believe that they're the, the same that killed so-and-so. Um, we're going to get a party and we're going to pick up on a trail tomorrow. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, and we'll, we'll bring him in, right? Bring him to justice. And the the girls, daughter, the the fa- yeah, the man that's died, his daughter is like, kill him. I want her dead. You know, I want kill them, them dead. Both. And he fucking just stomps over and he smacks the taste out yeah, of her he, mouth. He, like, he backhands her out of her yeah. chair, and then picks her back up and sets her down in her chair, and pulls up a chair and sits down with her, and basically says something effective like, he says, "I know that I know that you think you lost your father." Uh, but you'll always but have you'll a father, always have a father, and you need to show respect when he's talking. Yeah, and, you're and like, I was like, oh, oh my, my god. god! And then he gets the biggest bowl. Yeah, everybody else is eating like out of a, a you know a small bowl, a smaller portion. It's not like you know yeah. tiny, but it's, yeah. it's a smaller it, yeah. bowl. And he has he's, a plate. He's got a helping. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He's got a plate, and he is just chowing down. And mm-hmm. James looks like he wants to puke mm-hmm. while he's eating, you know, because James knows. Yep. And David very well knows, and he's not he faced by care. it. He's just slapping on this food. And I'm like, he is sitting with this girl. He just smacked the taste out of her mouth and as she's eating, eating her, her father, dad. and she's eating her father. That's What a monster. Well, he is fucked up. And so things took a real turn. And uh, they go and they start peeking up on Ellie, and Ellie's like, fuck, I got to get out of here mm-hmm. right next morning. So she goes, gets the horse, and runs out of there. She's left a, a knife for Joel, and is like, if people get in here, you got to like you need to wake yeah. up, Chief. Yeah. She gives him another shot of penicillin. I was like, and she keeps shaking him, saying, "Don't fall back don't asleep. Fall back don't asleep. fall back asleep." <laughs> Leaves the gun, the knife on his chest, gets out of there. And his eyes are barely open. <laughs> He's like, and she blocks the door behind her, and uh, they take out Ellie and and kidnap her, mm-hmm. right? And the rest of you sweep the town, find the guy. Yeah, right? like if you want your justice, go get it. But we're keeping yeah. her alive. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> they they're sweeping the town, find Joel. And they get down there into the basement, and he's gone. It's just one dude, mm-hmm. and he can't find Joel. And he's looking around, and Joel comes out of the dark and, just and stabs, stabs the dude him. right in the neck. And uh, he dies, like with the slowly. creepiest look on his yeah. face. Yeah, blood pouring out of his mouth. And he's and, smiling. Yeah, and and Joel's like, boo, <laughs> He's not well. And uh, Ellie is in a cage back in uh, the community, mm-hmm. and uh, it's kind of implied, like somebody says something effective, like. He's gonna be your. She's gonna be his pet. Yeah. And you're like ooh. And uh, he has a nice conversation with Ellie, where he basically tells her like, I, I think you'd be a really good asset. Yeah. You know, we could be partners here. Everyone uh, looks me up lead. to me for for the answers, and I want to f- have someone who's equal. Yeah. Yeah. He feels like he's he doesn't have anybody as smart as him or as capable as him around him, and he sees that as her, and uh, basically insinuates that he wants her to be his wife. Yeah. And think of, think of the life we could or think of the life you. We could make together. Yeah. You're like, and uh, like holds your hand through the bars and she's like, and she even's like, oh, oh, 
and kind of leans into it and plays up, you know, plays it up a little bit. Seems a little flirtatious, and then just breaks his finger, oh. bends his finger all the way back and snaps it. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's screaming, and he, she's trying to get his keys, keys off him, and they fell off. And he of bashes him. her head into the gate, and uh, you know, she falls back. And he's been wanting to know her name the whole time, mm-hmm. and he stomps out of there, and is basically like, at this point, she knows that they're eating people, and uh, is worried that he's going to cut her into little pieces. And he goes, "What'd you say? Tiny little pieces." You know, and, and she hollers out at him, Ellie. Ellie. He's like, "What?" And she goes, "Ellie, that tell him, uh, you know, Ellie is the little girl that broke your fucking finger." Yeah, you know, he's like, oh, <laughs> "You little bitch," you know, and he kind of tells her that like he's always had a violent heart, and he yeah. sees it in her that she's got a violent heart, and uh, uh, and, and he says something to the effect of like that he could teach her. Oh yeah, and you're like, oh. <sighs> That's gross. Yeah. Like, like it's unsettling He's to very watch. creepy. Yeah. And then there's things about him that really make that, imp- like, oh, like the fact that he was a teacher. Yeah. To kids her age. And he, and said, he says you know, that he's always, always had a violent had a heart. heart. And you're like, oh, has he, did he do it before the apocalypse? I'm sure he did. Or at least wanted to. Right? Yeah. Because I think he. And now that the world's ended. I think because he said, he's like, but now that the, you know, because yeah. he says he doesn't look he doesn't think the cordyceps is bad he yeah. looks at it as an opportunity because now he can be, right. have a violent heart yeah you can be who he wants to be i'm like oh that's fucking disgusting horrifying so joel has his scene like mm-hmm. the scene that i've been looking forward to the whole show leading up he catches two of the guys off guard and knocks him out and drags him inside and ties him down and is going to interrogate him uh and he's got the one guy tied down like duct taped to a, a, chair. a chair and the and other guy's guy... tied to a radiator mm-hmm. And he's asking the guy in the chair, basically, like, where where is the girl, you know? And he's like, I'm not telling you nothing. And he fucking stabs a knife down into the top of the guy's knee. And he tells him, I'll pop your fucking kneecap off, I swear to God, you know? And he's like, where's the girl? And twists the knife, and the guy's screaming, and he goes to the town. And Joel has a nice big, what town? Yeah. You know, and the guy's like, <laughs> you know? He's, what is he, it, the he, resort? Yeah, well, so he names the town, and he's like, but it's not a real town, it's a resort. And Joel's like a resort, you know, whatever, and puts the knife in his mouth, the handle first, mm-hmm. and basically makes him use his blood to mark the map. He goes, I want you to mark where we are, and then I want you to mark where this town is, and I'm going to go compare it to your buddy boy over there, and it better match. Yeah. And so the guy marks it, and he's like, I swear to God, I swear to God, I swear to God. And Joel looks at the map and then just stabs the dude, like, a few times in the mm-hmm. chest. The guy on the radiator starts freaking out and calling like, him all kinds of names. Like, I'm not telling you shit. And Joel picks up a lead pipe and goes, that's Don't worry. all right. Are I you? believed him. Yeah, just beat the dude's head in you're like fuck snap back to ellie who is snap back to reality hope the goal's great uh, ellie is being pinned down on a table by david and james james they're gonna, they're cut gonna her butcher up. her mm-hmm. yeah alive and uh, she's like wait, 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 wait i'm infected you know and she's bitten david on the hand while they're trying to get her out mm-hmm. and she's like roll up my sleeve yeah and they roll it up and, and they see <laughs> david's like that can't be real and james like it looks pretty fucking real to me dude you know and she's like, now you're infected too. You know, I bit you, right? You know, What'd you say? Everything happens, everything for, happens a for a reason. You know? And it's like, fuck. Yeah. And uh, while uh, while David's like, what the fuck? He slams the knife down into the table next to her mm-hmm. head and it's kind of like, fucking give me a second. I gotta think. She grabs a knife and fucking chops James in the neck real quick, hard, and rolls out of there, right? And then we get a scene pretty close to the game. Yeah. Of. Uh, her and him having a little cat and mouse where he's locked all the doors to the restaurant mm-hmm. and uh, she throws like a piece of firewood at him misses and it and lights it, the curtains on fire and mm-hmm. the restaurant is very quickly burning yeah, down it's just a wooden restaurant that they're all in and uh, 
So David's stomping around the bar, kind of saying a bunch of creepy stuff to her. Yeah. Uh, you know that what he now they they're gonna have a life together or whatever, right? And uh, yeah, because he's like, you know, I know you're not infected because nobody would fight for their life this yeah. hard. Yeah, nobody who's infected is fighting yeah, this hard. And I got life. bad bad news for you. Neither of us are gonna die today. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah. And uh, so she jumps out and stabs him in the fucking ribs with a like just a kitchen knife, mm-hmm. you know, like a, a steak, steak knife. knife. And uh, <laughs> gas. And so he throws her to the ground because he's mad that she stabbed him, mm-hmm. and pins her down. And this is when it gets kind of very suggestive of that. That's where it's headed to the point of him saying the phrase, "This is my favorite part. I love the fight." And starts to undo his belt. And she Bella Ramsey does a very good job of. Uh, selling it like it was yeah. very upsetting to watch because she's screaming and is reaching for his cleaver that he had dropped when she stabbed, stabbed him with the steak knife and uh yeah he's he he takes a hand away to undo his belt and she reaches for the cleaver gets it and hacks him and rolls over you know basically pins him down and straddling him and just, just the, the camera doesn't show what's happening other but you than, see the blood on her face yeah and she's hacking away and they did a really good job of making it too long yeah right she'll point of like where you're with her you're rooting for her and then you kind of are like okay that's that's enough he's he's dead okay she's still going and like she stops to catch catch her breath breath. and then keeps going and for like a good chunk of it she's screaming and uh she she gets up and stumbles out of the restaurant out of the restaurant and joel's you know trying to get to her Mm -hmm. you know she stumbles out into the snow and it's like super disoriented and and in shock where the fuck she is and uh, joel grabs a hold of her and she starts freaking out thinking you know somebody else is gonna Mm -hmm. get her probably still worried about david right even though his face is up haste and uh she starts screaming and kicking and he's like no no, it's okay it's okay it's me look 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 it's me it's me it's me and she says something you know she kind of doesn't really make words she just kind of like and just hugs him and he goes it's okay i got you baby baby girl girl. it's okay i got you and i was like (laughs) he calls he called sarah baby girl right yeah he calls her baby girl and i like that shot of the hug because you can see his watch Mm -hmm. the broken watch that sarah gave him and i'm like "Uh and they just stomp you know stumble off into the snow like all right well we better make like a tree and get out of here you know (laughs) that leads us into the finale which is a few months later maybe a couple months because it's into springtime and uh, Ellie's very out of it. We get to see Anna, her mom. Yeah. That was a big change played from by Ashley Johnson, who yeah. played Ellie in the video game. Uh-huh. Uh, and so, you know, there's that nice poetry of she gives birth to Ellie in the show and gave birth to the character of yeah. Ellie. She's very pregnant, into labor, and stumbling into a, a farmhouse out in the middle of nowhere near Boston. Ish, yeah. Um, Somebody's supposed to be home. Is not. Nope. Uh, she's being pursued by an infected, it sounds like. She gets inside, gets herself upstairs, and bars the door, and uh, starts going into labor, mm-hmm. uh, like fully into labor. Her yeah. water's broken and everything, mm-hmm. and she's got Ellie's knife, you know. And uh, the infected breaks down the door and comes charging at her. It's like a, it's a stalker, mm-hmm. and uh, she fights it, stabs it, kills it. And <laughs> in the fighting, she got bit on the thigh. <laughs> got bit on the thigh and has birthed Ellie, where she, you know, in the fight pushed and yeah, you know, the baby came <laughs> out. And uh, cuts the umbilical cord real quick. And uh, is holding the baby, and you know, the baby's crying, and she's like, "Yeah, you, you tell him, you know, you fucking tell him. You're so strong, you know." And uh, she starts to calls cry. Her, calls her Ellie, you know, and you're like, "Oh, okay, I see what's going on, right?" And uh, then you cut to Marlene getting there, mm-hmm. and uh, Anna's up in the the bedroom there, still on the floor, and she's, she's got, got the knife to her neck. She's got it pressed in, like when yeah. she took it off. There's blood. 
blood that was yeah where i think she must have been doing that in case she started to turn Mm -hmm. she could kill herself so she wouldn't attack the baby Mm -hmm. um and basically makes marlene take the baby and tells her like i got bit but i cut the umbilical cord before i got bit which she didn't do that and and marlene doesn't seem to believe it either because she repeats it like before i got bit like i you know take the baby and get her to somebody in Boston that can bring her up and keep her safe, you know? And Marlene's like, I can't do that. No. She's like, like, I need you to do this. How long have you known me? And she's like, our whole life. And she's like, just do this for me. Yeah. You know, she's like, all right. And so Marlene takes the baby and Anna makes her shoot her. Yeah. And then that's that. That right? was a hard blow for Marlene. Yeah. And uh, so then that cuts back to the present day. And like I said, Ellie's really out of it, which makes sense. She's not well right. um, from what happened in winter. Mm-hmm. And Joel's trying really hard. Yeah, this is like this is the most he, paternal that we've seen him. Of yeah, like, he, he's really light, and it's a nice flip from I think of episode three when they're walking to Bill and Frank's. Yeah, and she's really chatty, and he's really like, you know, shut off. And it's swapped now. Yeah, where she's really shut off, and he's chatty with her, mm-hmm. and giant asking her if she wants to learn the guitar. Or, you know. Yeah, and um, you know, I got Boggle, and he's like, if you want to beat me, at a, it's a word game. Goes, if you want to beat me at a game, it's Boggle. <laughs> that's, that's the one, you know, and. Uh, She's just like, yeah, 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 that'd be fun, you know. And then we get the giraffe scene, which which I, is directly from the game. But they were not CGI. No, that was a real giraffe. Yeah, which I they looked very CGI. Well, I'm sure that they, is the background and shit like that. that they some had of that, to do and then I'm sure they also probably up. had to touch up some stuff. Um, but yeah, they you know it's directly from the game where presumably giraffes from the zoo mm-hmm. who got out and have just propagated, been, you know, yeah, Roman um, and. Uh, <laughs> He, he you know, he's helping her feed the giraffe, and she's like, "Whoa, you know, it's so fucking cool." And she's having like a really good time, and is smiling and laughing, and he's looking at her like, "Yeah, okay, cool. She's she's gonna be all right, yeah. you know." And uh, he tells her like, "We, I know that like you don't have to do any of this. Yeah. Like, we can go back." And she's like, "What do you mean? We came all this way, you know?" He's like, "I'm just saying, like, you know, you don't know anybody anything." And she basically tells him like. We Look, didn't fight all this uh, yeah. way for nothing. We didn't come all this way. Everything that ha- that we've done, everything that I've done, it, it can't be for nothing. Like, I've got to do this. And Joel looks a little, not appalled, but shocked that she thinks it'd be for nothing. Yeah. And so he's like, okay, you know, let's get, let's get moving, you know. And uh, they get moving and come across that, like, medical camp. Mm-hmm. And they added a wrinkle here that's not in the game. Um Joel tried to commit suicide early on because mm-hmm. uh, he kind of alluded to the fact that, yeah, he alluded to the fact that he has a scar on his forehead from somebody that shot at him and missed, you know, and that's also potentially why he's deaf in his right mm-hmm. ear. Um, and he tells her, like, you know, I was treated in this medical camp for that scar on my head. And she's like, oh, I really, I thought it would have happened much later on. And he's like, no, no, only the second day. And uh, he goes, it, it was, it was me. You know, I was the, the guy that missed. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, um, okay, you know. And kind of finds out that Sarah died very early. Uh, you know, she was gone by day two, right? Yeah. And um, he's like, yeah, I just, I wasn't afraid. I was ready. You know, he's like, yeah, after Sarah, I just, I didn't see any point. So I but he, I, I went ahead and did it. But and, he flinched. Yeah, he goes, I don't know why, but I flinched when I pulled the trigger. And he goes, and, you know, basically, here I am, right? And she goes, he goes, I don't know why I'm telling you this. And she goes, I, I know why you're telling me this. You know, time heals all wounds, right? And he goes, it wasn't no. time. No, it wasn't time. I'm like, <laughs> you know, he's looking it at you, it. you, baby girl. Right, yeah. And, uh, and she kind of 
looks at him and goes, well, I'm, I'm glad it didn't work out, you know? And, uh, I like that because they're both broken people. <laughs> that's basically the closest they get to. And I love you is him mm-hmm. saying, you know, time didn't heal me. You did. And yeah. her saying, well, I'm glad that you didn't, Yeah, I'm glad you're here. Right. And then it's like, all right, well, we, we better get moving. And he's like, you know what? Make this go better. You know, some puns, some shitty puns, yeah. you know, and she's like, Oh, I got shitty puns, you know, and busts out her book and starts reading some puns too. And he's rating them. Yeah. It's like a three out of 10, you know? So they get flashbanged hard, hard. Uh, and fireflies roll up. He's all disoriented. He's yelling for Ellie. They pick Ellie up. They bash him in the back of the head. Real hard. He wakes up in a daze and is like, what the uh, fuck? And he's in the hospital. And Marlene's like, hey, you're awake, sunshine, you know? <laughs> and he's basically he's like, where's Ellie? And she's like, he's like, she's she's good. She yeah, wasn't harmed. She, wasn't she's like, she was actually asking for you, you know? And he's like, all right, you know, well, take, take me to her, you know? And she's basically like, yeah, we can't do it. She's getting prepped for surgery. And... But I did like the little monologue speech Marlene gave Joel of like, she's here without a scratch. Yeah. She's like, you? Like, like what? how did you yeah, do it? Yeah, she's like, me and I had five guys assigned just to keep me safe crossing this country. And, you know, and I still almost didn't make it. Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't know how the fuck you got here. And he's like, it was all it was her. All her. Yeah, and she goes, she wouldn't have lasted one day. But she does. She right. lasted a whole winter. Yeah, she she did it. Right. And um, do you think it's a matter of people keep underestimating her and Joel potentially was like that at first, but then learned over the year that, mm-hmm. you know, she's got potential. Well, and I think he taught her how to that's very true. keep herself alive. Basically, Marlene kind of lays it out that like we're going to. Yeah, basically, with the doctor thinks that she's had the cordyceps in her since birth. Mm-hmm. And so it's tricked the cordyceps virus into seeing her as already infected. Right. And so he's like, all right, word. And she's like, so we're going to, you know, take the cordyceps out and, uh, you know, reverse engineer it into a vaccine. You know, basically he's like, uh, the cordyceps grows in the brain. In the brain. And she's like, it it does, you know. And he's like, well, that ain't going to fly, you know. And, you know, guys with guns (laughs) all point their guns at him and basically tell him, you better sit down. And Marlene's like, look, I owe you. So I'm going to give you this one. I'm going to have my guys take you out to the freeway, leave you your shit, and you go on your way. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because he blew it with the truck. Because yeah. what did he say? I think he said, like, oh, because he, he said, um, Marlene said something about, like, it's not up to her. Or, like, it's. Oh, well, yeah. You know, that, that's, that's later. Oh. So, basically, you know, she's like, yeah, get, get him out of here. Right. <clears throat> and he uh, is getting escorted out. And, you know, he's, <laughs> he's like a caged animal. He's looking around trying to read the signs, figure out what he's doing. Yeah. And uh, he sees a sign that says, like, pediatric surgery is, like, floor six, and they're on four. And uh, they take him downstairs one floor, so he's down on the third floor. And uh, he keeps stopping. And, and they, they keep pushing they him. They keep pushing him. And so he's like, all right, you know. And they get down the stairs, and he stops again, and the guy shoves him. And then he's like, I said move, and shoves him again. When he shoves him again, Joel pulls a little maneuver on him, a little switchy roof. his gun, shoots the guy behind him. Yeah, elbows him in the face, knocks him down, shoots the guy behind him, and then points the gun at the guy, shoots him in the knee. <laughs> and it's like, where is she? You know, and the guy's like, well, I don't know. And, he's and like, then he, I, I, don't goes, have I don't have time for this and shoots him right in the face. Which I like different from the game because he he had more time. He was there a little longer. Yeah. You know, shot him once in the stomach or like the hip. And he shoots him in the nards. Really? Yeah. Shoots oh, him directly in the genitals. Like right. On the, the lower abdomen. Like maybe in the waistline. Yeah. Either way. Either way. Yeah, he shoots a, the guy in the, yeah. And he shoots him once and says, where is she? Where is she? And the guy doesn't yeah, answer. I don't, goes, I don't have time. And shoots, shoots him again. The, and then he answers. Yeah, and, and then the guy tells him, like, you know, she's in, you know, floor six or whatever. And then he shoots the him again. The guy drops to the ground and he shoots him in the forehead. 
gangland style. Yeah. But uh, so Joel then goes on like a little montage of a killing spree. Hard. Um, no expression on his face. Shooting people left and right. Putting them down like dogs. Like he just glassed over. Yeah. And was just... Um, he shoots one person in the back. He stabs somebody on the ground mm-hmm. uh, violently. Hard. Uh, and then like one guy surrenders. And he still kills him. Still kills him. And you're like, Jesus. Dude, that was such an intense part. Because that, <laughs> to me, that was really like, because, you know, there's going to be people who are justifying Joel's actions. Yeah, but they do a really good job of making it a massacre. Yeah. This is this guy, not good. Yeah, put his hands up, said, I'm not going to kill you. And Joel said, well, <laughs> pop, rookie mistake. Yeah, right. Yeah, you should have. Yeah. And I like seeing him swap guns where he's just picking up other people's yeah, guns and keeps moving. It's empty, drops, picks up the next one, keeps and, moving. Uh, yeah, just works his way through the hospital. Gets up to the surgery wing, you know, the pediatric surgery wing, and comes into the the operating room and points a gun at the doctor and says, "Unhook her." Yep. The doctor says, nope. grabs the scalpel and says, "I, you know, I can't let you take her." And he just shoots, shoots him, him in the face immediately, right in the head. Doesn't hesitate. Yeah. Or no, and it was then, right in the cheek. It was, yeah, it was like, yeah, you know, in, in, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's in the, the face, it's the face, yeah. you know. And then points the gun at the doctors or at the nurses and go, "Unhook her. her," and they unhook her. You know, yeah, no problem here. Yeah, sure, right away. For people that don't know, or for people that know the games, one of those nurses was played by Laura Bailey, which is the actress that played um, Abby. Mm. I did not know that. Yeah. And so they unhook her, and he makes them you know, face the wall, and he picks her up and carries her out, and it's meant to be very um, you know, analogous to him carrying Sarah mm-hmm. when she was hurt. And he carries her out, gets down to the garage, getting in the car. And Marlene steps out and is basically like, what do you think you're doing, Joel? Where are you going? You know, we can still fix this, whatever, right? You know, and she's like, you know, you're you're stealing this from the world, right? And, you know, you might have, no matter how many people get killed, we can still fix this, right? And we can still do this. And he's like. Yeah, she's like, you can still walk away from this. Yeah. Like, just give me and, her and you leave. And he kind of is like, that's not your call to make. Like, she, you know, it's not your place to make that decision for her. And she goes, and it's not yours either. You know, and it's like. It would have been Ellie's and what would Ellie would have wanted yeah, because they yeah. didn't tell her it was going to kill her right she's already been anesthetized before this mm. comes of, of light and so ellie didn't really get to make the decision by herself herself for you know and both of them are making the decisions for her and um now was marlene right probably yeah ellie probably would have wanted she expressly stated to joel that like all of this can't have been for nothing and uh <laughs> joel puts her in the they, they do a good job of seeing just cut forward to Joel driving away and mm-hmm. looking kind of solemn and you're like oh did he he, did he leave her dropped her yeah, yeah he left and uh, no she's in the back in the night in the, the night gown the, still uh, yeah the gown still and uh, she starts to wake up and is like what you know what was happening you know, what am I and he's like oh hey uh, <laughs> you're up <laughs> you're up yeah and he, you can tell that he's been crafting yeah. a lie while he's been driving and tells her you know we got there um, turns out there's like dozens like you immune and uh they ran all kinds of tests on on them and on you and it's just not possible they're not gonna be able to do anything with it you know there's no cure uh, and she's like oh you know um why do we you know why am i still in the gown or whatever you know and where are my clothes and he goes ah the hospital got attacked by raiders and you know and i barely got us out of there yeah. you know and she's like was anybody hurt yeah and she kind of starting to get skeptical in what he's saying and he's like kind of doesn't an answer and then it cuts back to the garage mm-hmm. and you see him putting Ellie in the back of the 
or no, you hear a gunshot, yeah, and you and see then, Marlene drop, and then he's holding up the, the pistol, the, the pistol under Ellie's legs where he's cradling her, mm. and he goes and puts Ellie in the back of the SUV, and comes walking up on Marlene who is like gagging on her blood, yeah, and, she and goes, she's like, you don't have to do this, you you know, just you leave can, me, just leave me be, and he's like, you just come after, and, and then just <sighs> shoots her in the face, and that's uh, a tough scene, and then cuts back to them on the road, and he basically tells her like, I'm sorry, kiddo, you know. That, yeah, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. And she kind of rolls away and faces the back of the seats. And he's like, Oof. yeah, tough. And uh, They get to Jackson and are hiking through the woods. And he's kind of telling her all about Sarah and mm-hmm. how much he thought they would have gotten along and things like that. And kind of does a good comparison of like, you're not the same kid, you know, but you're, you have you're not a, a, a lot of similarities. Yeah, there's things I think you guys would have liked about each other. They get to the top of the hill. And this is another scene that's like from the game. Uncanny. Yeah, and they're looking down over Jackson. And she goes, before we get in there, like, I told you that I, you know, I had killed somebody before Kansas City. And she goes, Riley was my friend, right? Her and I got bit at the same time. We were supposed to be all poetic and shit and lose our minds together. And she did, and I didn't, right? And she goes, she was the first. Then it was Tess. Then it was Sam. And he kind of cuts her off and was like, you, none of that was your fault. You can't carry that with you, you know? And basically gives her like a half-assed pep talk of like, I know it can get heavy and like you don't see a point, but like you just got to keep going, yeah. you know, and she's like, <sighs> she kind of looks at him and she's like, I need you to like promise me, like swear to me that everything you said about the fireflies, you know, the fireflies was true. And he kind of looks at her and he doesn't really hesitate. He looks at her and goes, I, I, I swear, I swear, you know, and there's just kind of a tight tight frame on on uh, Ellie's, Ellie's face, face and she's she thinking for obviously isn't does not seem she says like she's buying it. yeah she goes okay i trust and you and that's music kicks up cuts to black and that's just how it was in the game too that's, yeah that's exactly how it ended of like i don't think she bought that for a second yeah but she has to right because the alternative is you potentially killed all those people and betrayed me right yeah. you know yeah and it's like oh man not good. Mm. Rough. Um, yeah. How do we rate things around here? Hmm? I thought we are going to rate the show. Oh, yeah. How do we rate things around here? Yeah, of course. You can always be overwhelmed, which means your expectations have been, you know, uh, overpassed. They've been succeeded. You very you know, enjoyed the film. Yeah. They can be underwhelmed. That was a big letdown, big old fat stinker. Swing and a miss. Or you can always meet in the middle and be simply, simply overwhelmed. I was overwhelmed. Yeah, my gas. I mean, gas. I think of any game that was going to be turned into an adaptation whether it be film or tv this was a prime a prime it. example uh of a game that was rife for it because it was already very cinematic in nature mm-hmm. i think tv was the right call yes um because even with it being a, a full series there was times where it felt a little rushed like uh to make a comparison to uncharted yeah where uncharted again is a very scene you know scene heavy video mm-hmm. game yeah but it was all fact, it's from the same studio. Yeah, it was all crammed in into two hours. Yeah, which, and they kind of created a whole new story for it and things like that. Yeah, which I, I mean, I'm not fits a little bit more for Uncharted. I don't like Mark Wahlberg being nah, Sully. Sully. Like I don't. But The Last of Us, you can't take liberties with. No, it, you know it's got to be because it is the point of that game is the story. Yes, um, and so I think they did the story justice. I think the things that they... The changes that they made were good. fitting. Yeah, made sense for TV. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they added to it. Um, rarely, I, I don't... I can't think of any change specifically that I went, uh, like, that really took away. Yeah. You know what I mean? There were some changes or things that were absent that I wish weren't. You know, where it would be like a line of dialogue, things like that. Where I'm like, oh, they didn't do that scene or whatever. 
uh, or that scene could have been more actiony. Yeah. I think it was a little light on infected. Yeah. Um, I do think that the lack of violence on Joel's behalf paid off in the end the because end. it made the violence at the end much more impactful. Yeah, especially with how unfazed he was by it. Yeah, which just him, goes to show like, oh, he's doing this way too easily. Right. Yeah. He's this ain't his first rodeo. Mm. He's going to work. Is what yeah. he's doing. Um, Contracting man, you know. Yeah. And so, I'm excited to see how they adapt season two. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Craig Mazin and Neil Druckmann were talking to GQ and talked about that. They, you know, they're not because they kind of were addressed the criticisms of of there not being as many infected and things like that. Uh, they said that yeah, season two might have more infected. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're not opposed to that. Seeing different variations of the infected. Um, I know that they did come out and say uh, it's going to be more than one season for yes. part two of the game and then as well as Bella Ramsey will be will be Ellie yeah they said yeah they said the only reason we would recast is if if Bella Ramsey doesn't want to do it and then they Um, made the joke of saying even if she did we don't know if we'd let her (laughs) we might not let her out Um, and so yeah that's that's good that yeah yeah, we're doing this right Um, Bella Ramsey will be Ellie we're gonna adapt what do you think they're gonna do to age her so I've seen uh, Bella Ramsey in interviews and stuff and she looks a little bit older than she does as Ellie in the show. But I know that like they used a binder on her chest mm. to, you know, make her more flat chested sure, like sure. Ellie. Um, and then I'm sure they've make up her a little bit to keep her softer features. Yeah. And because Bella Ramsey is 19. Yeah. And that's how old Ellie is in mm-hmm. part two. There's a oh, bit of a time jump. Just... And so they could probably do some makeup on her to age her up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're talking about filming as early as end of this year and a release window of 2024 to 2025. Yes. So, I'm all excited for that. Um, I would like, I'm excited to see how they break up part two because part two is a longer game and it's got some natural break points, I suppose, but I don't know how those would translate to the screen. Um, but I've got faith in them. Yeah. Uh, and, and part two kind of infamously received quite a bit of hate from Which a I certain, yeah. I mean, I think I thought it was an amazing, it was an incredibly game. divisive. Beautiful. It was an incredibly divisive game. You either loved it or hated it. There's not a lot of people going. It was all right. No, nope. you know, it's either a ten out of ten or a two out of ten. Yep. Um, and, and there's a certain stigma, yeah, stigmatism with the people who don't like it. Yeah, yeah. There's a uh, you know, and I think those people probably rated episode three the poorest. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, and Neil Druckmann came right out and said in that interview with GQ of like, we're not going to change the story of part two. Nope. I'm not phased by the haters. Like, okay, don't watch it. You yeah. Know, if you don't like it, don't watch it. Beautiful. Because um, Craig Mazin talked about all the things that he loved. I really liked his uh, his takes on things. Listen to the podcast, especially. Uh, Craig Mazin loves the games and really understands the games. Um, and, you know, that's why I think there's scenes in the show that were directly from the game. Because uh, he, he loved them there. Mm-hmm. And so I have a lot of faith in, in the next seasons, yeah. however many they do. I am curious to see how they split it up. I have a couple ideas, but obviously if I say yeah. any of them, it would spoil Spoiler. it. So I'll just save them more for like off off the mic uh, yeah. to talk to you about. But no, yeah, I I mean, ever, I'm not going to lie, after episode three, I just had full faith in them. Yeah, and I was like, happened. yeah, whatever they're going to make is gas. three was the largest departure from the game mm-hmm. and like we said it was, was beautiful arguably one of the best the episodes, best, if yeah. not the best i think it was i think it was too um and so that gave me faith that like even the stuff that's not the game they're gonna nail they're, they're, gonna, they're gonna keep nail it. they're gonna keep the continuity there which yeah. is one of the biggest things yeah. as well as they're gonna keep you know pretty close to the game mm-hmm. itself and yeah they hit all the beats they needed yeah. to yeah um, to translate the story. Now, whether or not they throw in a zesty beat to add on to mm-hmm. it. Zesty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, zesty, beat. zesty beat. A little, little zing on there. So, 
That's all I had about uh, The Last of Us. Do you mm-hmm. have any more thoughts? No, I feel like we just kind of were spitting at yeah, it. laid it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, we want to thank you guys so much for your attention and support. If you guys enjoyed this episode, be sure to give it a great review. Tell your friends about it. Word of mouth, obviously, is a big help. Share us on social media. Spread the word. Spread us like a fungal virus or a fungal infection. Like right? the cordyceps. Cordyceps. Start um, kissing your neighbors on the mouth. With tendrils coming out of your mouth. With them having uh, a lit lighter in their hand. Yes. Chris, if people want to get in touch with us, give us some feedback, ask us questions, tell us what their favorite episode was, what their least favorite episode was, why they didn't like the show. Yeah. Uh, you know, how would they do that? Absolutely. You can definitely let us know. Uh, you know, our Twitter handle is whelmed underscore simply. You can take a look at us on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook at Simply Whelmed Podcast, or you can always uh, send us an email at simplywhelmedmailbag at gmail.com. That's right. Uh, next week, we might talk about one of several new films that have come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of movies that have come out in March that we had at least a passing interest in. Yes. Uh, we got, what, like Cocaine Bear, Creed 3, uh, 65. I would still like to see The Whale. Um, yeah. But that was only in limited theaters, and that was the part that fucking sucked. Yeah. So I might have to see if I can rent it from, like, find Prime. Out, yeah, find out where to where to stream it. But, uh, yeah, so we'll we'll see what we end up seeing, right? Mm. Uh Again, this was a mini-sode, and the recorder says two and a half hours. Holy but that shit. recorded for a long time before we started. I'd say it's two. Uh, it's a two-hour episode, I that's think. A two, that's I think it's, this is the longest episode we've ever done. Probably. Which I mean, makes it's the sense. last it's of us. It's the last yeah. of us. It's something that you and I are both passionate about. I was going to say was this. a really good season. It was completely off-topic here. Mm-hmm. Um, well, not really. The Last of Us is kind of how we met, or what we really yeah, bonded over. Yeah, it's got a over. lot of bonding for us. Yeah, the and, first game. Yeah, so, I mean... Us talking about, you know, going in for how long we've talked about this. I'm yeah. sure talking about the second one, it's going to be the same, if not longer. Yeah. We might have to break up the summer, the summarization of part two into two episodes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't think we'd be able to cram it into one. Uh-uh. Well, if they're going to do multiple seasons. I guess that's true. <laughs> they're going to break it up for us, but <laughs> <laughs> easy. God. Wrap it up with a bow. Yeah. That's the end of the episode, Chris. So we'll go bye. Bye.